You're listening to the Major Pod Network, the only place where your favorite toy store, card shop, arcade, theme park, and arena are all on the same block. Scratch that major itch. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Major World Order Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Billy Peck, and with me is... Hotspur! A.K.A. AKA the Major Market. A.K.A. A.K.A. Heartbreak Customer. A.K.A. Sad that summer's over. But welcome to fall, and what this is... The Big Jake Boatski, the Sean Kemp of sneaker collecting, the Major Mad Hatter, the Colossus of Giant Gonzalez crap, me, Jake. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Major World Order podcast, where it's just too sweet. Welcome. Sweet. Welcome to the show. Actually, so what is, as of this recording, is today the last day of summer? Is that... Or oh, just no, I don't recently, know or I, don't, I just oh. know I had like four pieces of pumpkin pie today, so that's how I knew Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, uh, you know, you said oh, the start of fall. making a comeback. Oh, you should have heard him before we went on here. The Husfart. Anyway. Oh, no. Jesus. Um, <clears throat> no, uh, but. Hey, yeah, we are starting to get into that fall season, the Halloween season. And actually, I think our guest, when we do get to him, I think this is actually a pretty good episode, yeah. uh, you know, to, to get us ready, you know, prepared for what a lot of people have started to deem as spooky season, the Halloween season. And, October. Uh, October. No, Pectober. Pecto- Pectober, because Halloween and October is my month. No, every Heck. day is chest day. You're right, brother. <laughs> Peck, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, put. I don't. I, yeah, I don't need to put Peck in front of that. I just. It's October. I love the Halloween season right. so much, and and I think again, this this guest is uh, is a is a perfect addition for for that. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna hold off on that. Let's talk a little bit about X, Instagram, Threads, Facebook. All at Major World Order, YouTube.com slash Major World Order with uh, a few new videos here and there. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of them have been, uh, again, ones with my son helping work on his speech. He's come a long way. I've gotten a lot of really nice feedback mm-hmm. of his uh, accomplishments and people having fun watching um, oh, yeah. me and my son talk about these figures. So thank you again for watching. And I know that's not like the only content that you want to see. Um, so pretty soon I know I will be doing, uh, again, ready for the October season, a, uh, a review for, um, a new living dead doll, uh, that, uh, we got in yeah, nice and, uh, not too far off will be the live 17 major Mark Ooh. vlog. 
Nice. So, oh, yeah. um, a few awesome. things to look forward to. Yeah, and, and um, I possibly, um, I, I got a message earlier today from our good buddy Jake Sterling. He will oh. actually be performing um, very close to where I'm at this this Saturday in Arcadia. So um, it's only like half an hour away from me. So he invited me out. So um, I might try to make some plans and uh, maybe grab the wife after work when she gets off and head up there and and maybe catch the show and hang out and yeah and see because jake and i we've actually never met in person so mm-hmm. um you know might uh, might try to do that so obviously if if uh that happens i will definitely uh turn that into a little vlog and yeah uh, that'd be cool that on. That'd, that'd be a lot of fun for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh then yeah patreon.com slash major world order one dollar a month you get to find out who the guest is beforehand instead of it being a surprise upon release you get uh, the episodes early and a video version. And then for $5 a month, you get all of that. Plus a once a month bonus episode where we cover something within pop culture, which we need to discuss yeah. that. Mm. And uh, you also, for new subscribers, you will get a gift. So yes. wow. uh, that's that's all the things going on <laughs> in promotion land. Um, I can't think of anything else. I don't think we need to worry about anything else. Why not? You brought up uh, Jake Sterling. You know, there's the major fitness challenge is always going on and mm. workhorse supplements. So if you check out workhorse supplements and you want to get some of that uh, supply, just make mm-hmm. sure you use code MWO10 That's right. to save 10% at checkout. Hell yeah. All right, you guys ready for this? Oh, yeah. All right, let's bring on our special guest. His name is Bob Burke. He glows in the dark. He's a major mark. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, guys. It's a pleasure to be here tonight. Like I said earlier before we went on the air, uh, you know, I've been a big fan of the show since you guys started it. Listen every every time I can, and uh, always wanted to be on. So it's awesome to finally finally make it to the big leagues. <laughs> Well, I don't know if we're the big leagues, but I appreciate the sentiment and, you know, definitely, you know, excited to have you on. I know Husfar has had the opportunity to to hang out around and with you, you know, a number of times. Nice. I know I met you uh, once in person kind of briefly, uh, right? It was just the, this one time at um, uh, um, Jimmy Seafood for Live yes. 8. Live 8, yeah. Okay. Yep. And um, But I know that we talk uh more online and stuff and i know yeah, we have absolutely. a lot of common interests and stuff and uh so i know i'm i'm very excited to have you on and um you know and like I said jake he was you know kind of yeah, going i know like, obviously you know i've seen husfar everywhere because he goes to every single thing that's that's <laughs> oh, yeah. can possibly happen <laughs> not even pod related the word majors in it he's there thinking it's a pod thing <laughs> um, and yeah, like I talked up to Billy, the wing Wednesday. It's like, guess? I'm, like I'm sure I've interacted with you, Jake, a little bit on the in the group, mm-hmm. but I've never really had the pleasure of actually talking to yeah. you before. Same here, same here. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely and you know pleasure. that's this part of what all this is about. Is you know gives us an opportunity to hang out and talk with major marks, and it gives other major marks you know the opportunity to to learn more about you. Um, and uh, so yeah, definitely excited about that and. Like I said, uh, you are a perfect person to bring on to, for this upcoming Halloween season as we're getting closer to it. 
And I oh, feel man, like I've been, I've been like boned up already, man. Like September 1st, Halloween starts for me. Literally September 1st is Halloween Eve. Yeah. Right. I, like I've, I discovered this maybe two years ago. Um, you know, people like us, we kind of celebrate Halloween all year round. But Halloween season is when we really ramp it up. Um, but what I discovered was my birthday is the 100-day mark till Halloween. So July 23rd is 100 days till Halloween. So I was like, yeah, my birthday is not what, on Halloween. At you least- give a nerd a calculator and they'll figure some stupid crap out. I tell you what. <laughs> when you're that into it, though, I mean, that's like, like 100 days is a nice countdown. So to me, mm-hmm. that'd be like, that's Halloween Eve. Then you start right there. Right, right. You know, and then, cool. yeah. So, like I said, and and the way I found out was just somebody posted like um, it was just a, a meme or whatever. It was a picture of uh, it was um, a Halloween like butcher knife and then two pumpkins. So for one hundred, and it said one hundred days till Halloween. I'm like, nah. It's like on my birthday, and like I got that calculator out. That's sure <laughs> as shit. Yeah, but you don't need a calculator. You gotta <laughs> wake up. You gotta wake up. You know, you're wearing that, you know, that thin sheet, you know, from because it's hot the day before. But then you wake up and your nose is all stuffy because of the temperature dropped in the middle of the night. Then you go downstairs, you go into the kitchen and there's a pumpkin pie just sitting right there and air fresheners of cinnamon just wafting the air. That's how you know. <laughs> That's when you know. <laughs> That's how I know. <laughs> I feel like you're like treating the my... pumpkin pie like Jim did in, in American pie with the apple pie. It would probably, uh, no, I'm not going to go. <laughs> yeah, he had four pieces. We out. I did. I Hold had four your, pieces. Oh, your mom, we ate it. <laughs> like, Andrew, quit fucking the pie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. American Drewski. Oh, <laughs> Hustler yeah, pie. <laughs> oh yeah maybe uh, but yeah like and then usually like if you go on and put on like the movie channels and they're just doing like a friday the 13th marathon or mm-hmm. you know whatever like that's how you know it's like we're here yeah. well and the cool thing too is this year we get a, a friday the 13th in october as I know, well i'm excited they're debuting that goosebump series that new goosebump series on that day too oh disney plus oh yeah i I don't know if I either forgot or I wasn't aware. You weren't but, aware because I didn't find out until like last week when the trailer dropped. Okay. Yeah, like nice. I just started seeing advertising for that. Okay. Like literally like seeing posters that pop up. I feel like just just like last week. That's cool. Well, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. It it looks like what they did kind of like with all the other like adaptation shows where they kind of like have like, you know, a main story and then they kind of pull in little all the other little stories to kind of build up that stories. Sure. Cool. Sure. I digress. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and start to get to know Bob a little bit. Jake, you and Bob haven't interacted yes. a whole lot. Maybe That's you guys. I think we should. We might. We yeah. might end up being best friends after this. Who knows? You know. <laughs> yeah. You never know. You never know. I mean, I've you know honestly I've made a lot of friends. You know, just through this podcast, and obviously you know through the community. But this this podcast has really uh, you know definitely opened up the doors to meeting a lot of new people and i mean we're we're all here because of similar interests anyway you know collecting and wrestling and whatnot so uh you know and and you know i'm definitely as far as like um halloween and you know horror movies and things like that i'm not super into it like like how billy is or anything like that but i definitely appreciate it and uh 
it's still a cool thing. So I, you know, I definitely want to get to know more about you and all that stuff, but, uh, but we'll just kind of dive into it um, with the, uh, with the OG questions. So let's talk about your introduction into wrestling. Um, you know, how old were you? How did it start? Like what was your first memories of, of getting into wrestling? I think it was definitely early on. I want to say, um, I know my dad got me into it when, uh, when superstars was on like Saturday mornings at noon after cartoons ended, that was like when it really started for me. Mm-hmm. And then it just exploded from there. Um, never really watched any of the pay-per-views, but I'd go like, like my brother lived separate from, from us. And I would go like to his house to watch uh, pay-per-views. I think the first one I watched, actually the first one I watched, I went to closed circuit TV in like an arena to see WrestleMania two. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm almost 45 years old. So, I mean, I've, you know, yeah. And uh, that was the first one. Then I did the same thing for WrestleMania three. Then everyone after that was my brother's house. And that's back when it was just WrestleMania. Then they threw in um, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And then not long after it was a rumble. But I, I always like, watch it with my dad. And I think the very first like real wrestling memory I have, um, I was into it for a, a while before this. But the first real like memory that stands out was Saturday night's main event. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, part two. Ted mm-hmm. DiBiase has the crooked... Dave Hebner referee to uh, right. do the fast count. Right. I was devastated. I cried. <laughs> Absolutely devastated that my Hulkster lost. He was right. undefeatable and he lost. I cried. I'll never forget it. And my dad like consoled me about it. <laughs> and then fast forward years later, I got to meet Ted DiBiase. And I told him that story. He stopped signing for me, looked up at me and just gave me the laugh. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but that's definitely like my first like like real like memories Damn. of it is like you know like early on with my dad and stuff and yeah. all that the, the, definitely the superstar show was like the first oh, yeah. real introduction to it as i think a lot of people oh, my yeah. age me too yeah. you know if you weren't in it for the heyday of like the tbs days and like rick flair and the nwa when right. wwf broke big it's like superstars is when it really that was really it. exploded yeah. for like kids like my age mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i love that circle thing too you know like you got to meet ted dibiase and he just laughed in your face like it's like i mean you can't ask for anything better than that that's that's awesome and he is like the nicest like sweetest guy but like that split second he turned on the villain and it was so perfect (laughs) it's one of my favorite memories like meeting a wrestler too yeah i like just real quick i was like this close to meeting him one time i was i was at a car show years ago and um I had heard that Ted DiBiase and Virgil were there, you know, signing autographs. So I went with my boss and some other buddies from work or whatever. So we're walking around. Well, then uh, my boss like, hey, isn't that your guy over there? And I look and it's Virgil. He's got the million dollar championship and he's just looking. Around. There's like nobody around him. He's just like by himself. So I was like, holy shit. So, you know, I ran over there and they had a big sign with Ted DiBiase and all that. And um, I talked to him for a minute, ended up getting a picture with him. But yet, I guess Ted had like just left like five, 10 minutes before that. So, you know, I, I just missed him, which it kind of sucked. But it's still, you know, in a sense, it was cool. I at least got to meet Virgil and, you know, whatnot. But uh, but yeah, it would have been really cool to to meet Ted for sure. So I, I love Virgil, but man, in like in real life, like at, when he when he was doing like shows, he is carny as hell. Mm. Oh, like yeah. everyone thinks Matt is bad. No, my God, Virgil's like the ultimate because he ropes you in. He like gets you close and. Just oh, keep yeah. like fast talks you until like a hundred dollars easy. Oh yeah, yeah. I got well, suckered I into buying soda for him. Yeah, but to pop for him. <laughs> so bad with him, but he's but he's a nice. Like they're all really nice. I've never met yeah. a bad wrestler. Right. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all there to make money. You know. It's exactly. Just, it's that's his way of doing it. So, 
But uh, kind of moving on from that a little bit, um, let, let's talk about some of your childhood toys. Now, um, you know, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, watching closed circuit WrestleMania 2. So this is obviously super early, um, you know, and I'm, I'm assuming, you know, at, at that young age, you, you obviously had some toys. What were some of the toys you had uh, during that era and kind of moving forward? Well, to tie it back to wrestling, I think that I, I can't. Rem- so I had like a Kmart nearby, mm-hmm. and I can't remember if I had the AWA Remco's first or if wow. my first figure was the Hulk Hogan LJN. I don't know which one of those came first, but then before that in that area, it was big into like Masters of the Universe, GI yeah. Joes, yeah, all the typical stuff that like kids that age were playing with Hot Wheels, everything like that. Like I was huge in the GI Joe at that point. Uh, Not talk. so now today it's like it's the classified series, but back then I mean, it was all about those three and three quarter inch. Oh, you can yeah. go to Toys R Us and get one for like two ninety nine. Right. Oh yeah, I remember seeing them all. I mean, because like I'm a I'm a little closer, you know, to your age than you know. I, I'm forty. I'll be forty one here shortly. But um, you know, it's it, I don't know. I think there's something just. I mean, and of course, I'm kind of personally speaking, just from our era, it just seems a little bit more special. Then kind of like the neck, you know, like with Billy and Andrew, not not knocking your guys' toys or anything like that. But I think ours just they were just more manly and they were they were just a little bit what do you mean more manly. Little, little, the first G.I. Joe was, was a doll. Exactly. <laughs> but he had a and scar. Look, he had a fucking scar. <laughs> yeah. It's a bad ass scar on your face. <laughs> and a real beard. There. A real hair beard. <laughs> yeah. And karate and kung fu action. Kung fu I know, I know yeah. his name was man but did you see what he was wearing <laughs> well he didn't care <laughs> we had power rangers feel yep. the power <laughs> all right forget about yeah. what about the villain skeletor a skull for a face a fucking yeah. skull yeah <laughs> that's way better than some little rita repulsa <laughs> we got lord said though I would die on that hill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Skeletor's classic. <laughs> He's like a Darth but, um, Vader caliber. But going back to the figures, I think my earliest memory of action figures is the Universal Monsters Remco three and three quarter inch figures. Hmm. Um, that was also, and we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get more into this. That was also my introduction to Glow in the Dark too. Okay. And that's, my first that was like my introduction to monsters the glow everything and that was like the lifelong obsession started with that and i actually have them like behind me still like i'm gonna move this real quick yeah. like behind me if i'm doing that right those are my childhood universal monsters still oh wow. wow like i still have my fucking remcos from my childhood and then i have a carded one from like 1979 still like mint on card it's like my grail piece. Um, that is definitely like my earliest memory. And those things I played with my entire life yeah. because they were like three and three quarter inch. I blended those with GI Joes with everything that was in that scale. Like Frankenstein was always like kicking Joe's ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, this is this is why I love this show, because I know nothing about this at all. So I need you to educate me on this because I I've, honestly I've never even heard of this. Harry Potter's so a I, book. They're yeah, like the, yeah. they're pretty much like Star Wars figures, or what you youngins okay. today would know as like reaction figures. Okay, they're they're pretty much exact like Star Wars figures, the same style that Star Wars like made made famous yeah, in right. uh, like seventy seven and beyond. But like every toy company was getting on board with those. You can look those up. There's Dukes of Hazard, Mash. Really? There's like everything in so that style of figures from back then because like GI Joe revolutionized it. Yeah, there was there was Love Boat figures, there was Star Trek figures, all in that scale way back then. Yeah, and I mean nothing did what the Juggernaut of Star Wars did until GI Joe a little later on, 
And this struggling company, Remco, somehow got the license to Universal Monsters and they made the little three, three quarter inch and they also made 12 inch dolls that had like, they had glow features and they had what they called a monster hug where you mm. pushed them and their arms like came forward and like, oh wow, literally like, were like, like meant to grab. You. Yeah, that's really interesting. Damn. So, um, yeah, we, we're definitely going to have to circle circle back to this because like, I, I want to know more about these figures and, you know, kind of how basically you got obsessed with them and it's like just like i mean this is this is your life you know what i'm saying like you you love them so much and it's 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 just really cool um but you know kind of let's fast forward a little bit um you know so you're growing up you're getting a little bit older are you still playing with toys are you collecting you know what do you get into i mean you know you you kind of started on the ljns and and i want to kind of stick with wrestling figures at the moment so did you continue on with the ljns and move into hasbro's and then yeah did, did you go into Jack's? I mean, you know, tell, tell us a little bit about that. So I definitely got into the Hasbro's. Um, and that's kind of where my interest in wrestling started to fade a little bit. Once it got into like new gen, I kind of did lose interest. Mm-hmm. But I always mildly kept up with it because I still had an interest in a couple of the guys who were there. Like I, I always from the beginning loved The Undertaker. Sure. So I definitely had a bit of an interest, but I didn't really collect any of the Jacks. I want to say I dropped off of wrestling probably around like WrestleMania, like right after WrestleMania 10, mm-hmm. I went to that one. It was at MSG in New York. I'm, I'm in New Jersey. So I went to WrestleMania 10. Yeah. And then not long after that, I kind of faded out of it a little bit, just lost interest. Didn't really have much of an interest in any of the guys who were there. Um, so, so faded out a little bit, but always, like I said, I kept an eye on it mildly. And then it didn't last long. Cause my first of like, I started getting back into like attitude era and my first like show that I watched aside from a couple Raws here and there was WrestleMania 15 it was like the first thing that really got me hooked again. Wow. Literally the day after WrestleMania 15, I'm out, I'm out of Toys R Us. I got an Undertaker, Kane, and Austin Bone Crunchers. And I was like, that was it. I was I was back in. I wasn't as obsessed with them because I thought they were kind of flimsy and like kind of crappy figures. Like likenesses right. were bad. I couldn't pose them or anything like that. I couldn't do what I wanted with them. So I had them, they were more for like display pieces because at that point I wasn't really playing anymore. Right. Until you learned about that glow in the dark undertaker. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I admit I do have the toy for exclusive one. I have a couple in the bag. Oh, that's nice. Awesome. They're I cheap. You can get them for like three, four dollars at, at toy shows. They're really cheap. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I've got yeah. To pick one of those up. That's awesome. So I just pick them up whenever I see them. <laughs> it's funny because um, the, the, it's you and one other person I think of when I think of glow in the dark and the, the other person, John Gravina. Cause I, um, I know on his episode, I've, I don't know if you remember Bob, he talked about when he was a kid, he would take his glow in the dark swamp thing and use it as like a lantern to get to like the bathroom at night mm-hmm. or get yes. a glass of water. So I, you know, I, I love that, you know, kind of, you know, crossing of worlds with glow in the dark. I love that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, kind of moving on a little bit from that, um, you know, um, at this point, I'm, I'm imagining you're probably, you know, teenager, 14, 15, maybe 16 years old around this time. And, uh, you know, you're you're getting back into wrestling. Attitude era is coming in. Now, do you continue to keep watching wrestling? Did you ever get out of it at any point or did you just kind of follow it? You know, um, uh, from, from WrestleMania on? 15 on, I was pretty obsessed. And the attitude era exploded yeah. like that was Sure. I was in my element with that because God, I like I grew up like with Howard Stern and Andrew Dice Clay and stuff. Oh, so with yeah. Attitude Era was like that right. was everything, everything for me. And then like EC, and then I finally saw ECW late night on like MSG, and I was like I couldn't believe what I was <laughs> seeing. And then I got heavy into ECW, um, 
my interest in wrestling didn't really fade until the last couple of years where I'm more of like a casual viewer of it now because I mean, mm-hmm. like, we're not going to mince words. We all know like the product is definitely nowhere near as great as it once was. Sure. Like a lot of the character development isn't, isn't anywhere near as good as it was uh, to mm-hmm. me when the undertaker retired, that was definitely the true like end of an era. That was like the yeah. last great character mm-hmm. in wrestling. Um, we had an opportunity for another one who unfortunately passed away in, in Bray Wyatt. But um, I don't think we're ever going to see anything like that again, ever. I really yeah. don't, especially in this day and age when everything is too like real. We'll right. never have that suspension of disbelief that we had with The Undertaker and then like add Kane into the mix. They sure. they never said they weren't brothers till the end. Even right. to this day when they get together, they're still brothers <clears throat> like if they pop up together now. like right. Stuff like that. It's just like that was like that's what wrestling should be to me. Like I hate when they got to put realism into it. And that's kind of what pulled me out of it a little bit is when they started right. getting like too real like they are today. Like, right. And, and I, kinda, I, I don't want that fourth wall broken. I love I love that you said that because it was like when I was a kid, I literally believed everything. You know what I mean? Like watching wrestling and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, Jake, the snake's got that snake on Macho Man and he's going to kill him. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And then, uh, you know, even, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin bleeding, you know, oh, my God, he's going to bleed to death. You know, just like these things that go through a child's head, you know, when you're a kid that you're you're so into it and you believe it so much it is real to you that is real you know what i mean and then it's santa claus you know basically and then when you grow up and you you find out you know the truth or whatever it's it's still like i still to this day like i I still think that really happened back then you know what i mean yeah uh, i agree like like earthquake really killed damien yes i'll never forget that he he killed damien on tv (laughs) exactly we witnessed it (laughs) you know what i mean but uh but it's just like at the same point in time, now they've made reality TV and put that into the product, you know, because that's that's how everything works now, I guess. And it's just it's too real. If that makes it like it's like it's not even fun. It's just you're you're taking like normal life stuff and putting it in here now. And it's, you're, it, it loses that excitement and that fun and that disbelief and that kind of shock and awe factor. You know what I mean? So but um but that's another another story for another day. So, um, you know, we'll continue on a little bit. So let's talk about your first um, introduction into Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder slash Brian Myers and Matt Cardona. Um, I want to say the first time I saw it was definitely Zach first. Mm-hmm. I didn't because I didn't I didn't watch any of like like the lower card, like secondary shows. It was just yeah. Raw SmackDown. Yeah. And then when they added ECW. So that was my first real introduction to who Zack Ryder was. The one-legged tights, woo-woo-woo, Zack Ryder. And I was immediately like hooked. I, I absolutely love this guy. And I wasn't really big into like the internet at the time or anything, so I didn't really follow anything on the internet. So I didn't know he had a YouTube show or anything. Mm. And then I found out about that from watching him on ECW. I started looking a little bit more into it. Binged like every episode after that and thought he was like the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like this obnoxious, loudmouth, brash, <laughs> like cocky asshole. Absolutely right. loved the character of Zack Ryder and became like <laughs> not obsessed with him, but like that was like my guy on ECW. That's who right. I wanted to watch every week. Yeah. Um, Kurt Hawkins, not so much because again, he was m- mostly, you know, pushed off to those secondary shows and stuff. So I didn't really get a, a taste of who he was until right. um, the Edgeheads. Yeah. And then I got a taste of both of them and I really liked what they were doing with him. I liked what they did and I, I became a fan of just they seemed real and genuine and then when they split up the edgeheads and they went on their own and stuff like i was i was actually rooting for them and then mm-hmm. just typical wwe they were just like gone 
Yeah. You know, so it's one of those things. And then that's like, you know, then Kurt was just released and then they had no idea what to do with Zack Ryder. Right. So it just got frustrating when like you, you, you feel like you're invested in some of these characters and then they just vanish. So then, you know, the interest kind of faded a little bit because I didn't, I didn't know where to, to, to see him. And then when he started popping back up again, I got excited again. He popped back up and, you know, here's, you know, fast forward, they brought Kurt Hawkins back and all the vignettes with, you know, Kurt coming back and all that stuff. And it was cool to see them back. And then I was at the WrestleMania when they won the titles, which was, wow. and that's in pot era. So it was just like, yeah, that was my biggest scream of the night was that. And then when <laughs> at 35, then Alexa Bliss introduced Hogan. And that was it. Like that was, the night was over for me at that point. Cause I got yeah. two things I really wanted. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> And as great uh, as that mania was too, like those were my two biggest personal pops was sure. uh, Zach and Kurt winning the titles and, and Hogan just coming out to pose for two minutes. Absolutely. It's and, great. It's awesome. And, and it was such a shame. Like, I think I've talked about this on other episodes about how, what was it? That was um at WrestleMania 35. It was a pre-show match, right? How it, I had to buy the the freaking DVD just to watch that match. Oh like, yeah. Well, up until recently, sure. Right. But at that time, yeah, I had to go. I had to buy the DVD to watch that match, and it was like you know, like right. like if you you know wanted to watch that again, like you would have had to go and buy the DVD. You couldn't even watch it on the network, like for you yeah. to re-experience your your moment. You and know, that's like, like such a shame too. And, yeah. and like, and, and they've said it on the podcast too. They had to use like, like the jabroni entrance. They couldn't use the ramp because like before the show, the ramp was like shiny black. There was guys like polishing it and stuff right. to get it ready right. for, get it like TV ready. Yeah. And they didn't want anyone else like touching it till it was like they were on the air. Yeah. So yeah, they just got like, you know, kind of brushed aside. There was yeah. another match too in the pre-show that I cannot remember what it was. There. Yes. That, oh, that was, um, been... it was the cruiserweight title. Yeah. With, um, yeah. Was, was that Austin Aries or was that Tony Tony Nese? Nese. Yeah. Yeah. Austin Aries? Yeah. When he won, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right, that's right. Because yeah. I, re- yeah. I I remember, too, they were talking about, they. I think Kurt had went to, or Kurt, Brian had went to uh, to Target, and um, he got, they had the tag team title, like the kid belts, and then the cruiserweight belt, and he bought them all. Because they knew they were all winning. Or yeah. I remember that story. Yeah. 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 Man, and man, uh, just the way that you, you mentioned it, is is like bringing memories back of like when you said uh you know it was it was during the pod time yeah you know so like that just the memories of like being in the group and everybody being like fuck yeah like (laughs) this is you know this is the best you know we get uh you know our guys that you know we're rooting for and like we we connect with and you know whatever like every day and uh man that was a good time and and uh i'm just i'm glad that you brought that up because it just that was that was one of my favorite like wrestling memories was just Mm -hmm. seeing like especially then because we had more of a connection to them right yes so to see like our guys like do something was it was Mm -hmm. just it was awesome oh yep definitely yeah absolutely and i had them sign my ticket at a live eight i got them to sign my ticket stub nice oh yeah that's great one of my favorite things is my sign zach and kurt wrestlemania 35 ticket did you have to do it in just Get like black slapped. sharpie? No, I had I had a color sharpie for each of the three of them. Yeah, oh, nice. so I had like that a, way. Uh, Kurt Hawkins is blue, Zack Ryder's purple. Nice, very nice. That's badass. All right, so let's let's kind of jump into that. Let's talk about how you got into the pod, the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. So I didn't catch on at first. I want to say mm-hmm. I think I got into it by episode three. Is when I is when I finally like because I was I was never big in the listening to podcast back then. I just thought it was like, mm. like I can listen to music or put TV on if I'm going to like, I don't, what do I want to listen to people talk for? I hate like 
aside from Howard Stern, I never liked talk radio or anything like that. So I had no, no, was, wasn't a thing for me. Right. And then I kept seeing like seeing people talk about it on like Facebook and stuff. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I like Zack Ryder. I got to at least check this out. So it was episode three. I loved it. I went back and listened to one and two and then I was hooked. Yeah. yeah. And from then yeah. I was just like, oh my God, this is great. Like, this is exactly <laughs> like, even though I'm not really collecting wrestling figures, like this is exactly like what I, what I want. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Uh, um, dude, that's so awesome. And then yeah. little, like, I didn't even join the Patreon at first. That right. took me a little while to do that. That was, and, and I know exactly what did it too. It was a uh, pandemic lockdown. Mm, like at right. the time I was like a single guy, I live alone. So I, was right. like, I need something. I need some way to like interact with people. Like, this is this is not going to be yeah. mentally healthy. Oh I yeah, something. Yeah, talk to like-minded yeah, people. So I, I said, "Fuck it." I yeah. signed up for the Patreon, got in the Facebook group, and like that. I even I told that to to both of them um, numerous times, but it's especially um, at the uh, the IPA party, mm. I told oh, it to yeah. both of them again. I said, "You know, you guys like really got me through like a, a horrible." Sure. time in the world like without what you guys did and without the patreon and the the facebook group like you know i, I would have lost my mind oh yeah yeah it's true so it was like a huge like thing for me and that was really what solidified yeah. that like like this group this community is just it's it's everything it really is it's just a huge like part of my life and i love it no i i, I have to agree with you 100 percent because i mean you know that, that was a tough time for a lot of people and you know especially a lot of people in the group. And I think a lot of us joined in and I mean, there, you know, not that there's not a lot of interaction today, but there was so much more back then. I mean, especially even with me personally, I mean, I was 24 seven, dude, I'd wake up and I'm like, you know, I, I was on in the Facebook group and then, you know, just, you know, just, oh man, it was just, uh, you know, it's, it, it was life 24 seven for me. So, you know, you know, it, I have a lot of thanks to give to them as well for that, you know, like as you did, it's just, you know, it definitely got us all through rough times and gave us something to look forward to. And, um, you know, with, with all the content that they were putting out too, it was, you know, I remember, you know, having to wait till Friday for the episode to drop. And then that came out, we could listen to it early and ad free. And then, the, you know, all the, the silver lining and all these other things were coming out. And it was just like, I couldn't get enough of it the content you know it was so bad that we had to make our own podcast so we could just do more you know what i mean so. but like look what it's turned into like it's turned yeah. into so much like this isn't even it's just about like a wrestling figure podcast anymore like it's really mm -hmm. not it's no. become so much more than that and it's like you would think like it would just be like these two like scumbag professional wrestlers who wanted a cash grab right but like it, it couldn't be anything further from the truth. It's, like it's, they're accessible yeah. right they just they, they hang out like it's oh, yeah like it couldn't be any like friendly or nicer and kinder right. yeah and, and, and not, not to kind of spike off but like i was just talking to nicholas christian you guys mm -hmm. know um mm -hmm. this weekend i was hanging out with him a little bit and um i said like one of my favorite things about this entire community has been watching mark sterling yeah, yeah. oh yeah who was a behind the scenes guy we never knew yeah. watched him like kind of just pop in every now and then be the voice of reason to like aew like manager yeah. like mark long if you think about it you know he has more eyes on him <laughs> sorry <laughs> no you're fine <laughs> um he has more eyes on him than both of them do on a week-to-week right. -week basis yeah absolutely you know, he does um you know not knocking you know impact or whatever sure. but impact doesn't draw the same numbers as aw and and matt is on the indies you know like right. yeah some of them are on pay-per-views but they're not drawing the same numbers as AEW. No, so so right. mark 
you know, every he's used just about every week and then on yes. pay-per-views and all that. Like, yeah, like you said, he went from being this behind the scene, just indie guy yeah. that just worked in the Northeast, basically, to yeah. now he's he has more up. eyes on him than the others, which right. is crazy to think about. Not only that, he's also like the most accessible of them, too. Like, oh, yeah, like he will take a minute to just talk to anyone if mm. you have a question or anything going on. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. definitely he's really not too booked too good items because he really yeah. is always there for everybody he now, really i will is. i will admit he he forgets a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah i mean i i do i do, yeah. you do hear him say that a lot but he's never like well no no he he's never like too good for anybody no no no, no right no. no there's been right. multiple times you know whether i reach out to him about something or whatever the case is and then we start talking about it, it's like, yeah i'll get back to you later and then it's like okay it's been hours and then it's <laughs> been days and it's been weeks i'm like hey man what's up and he's like what's up <laughs> like uh we're gonna get back to this, or you know, whatever. Oh, what the case were we is. talking about? What were we talking about? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but uh, oh no, yeah, Mark, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, you know, but realistically, like you said, everybody. I mean, Mark, Matt, Brian—they're all accessible, and you know, they'll they'll reach out, and you know, if you have a, you know, don't. I'm not saying you know, go bother them. Hey, how's it going? You know, just don't do that. But uh, you know, but you know, if you got a legit, you know, like you're looking for something or there's something that they're interested that, you know, interested in that you might have or whatever, it's obviously something that, you know, you can, uh, you know, reach out to them. And it's, it's a pretty cool thing to be able to have that relationship with them in this group, you know? So absolutely. It is. That's, that's become one of my favorite things. It's just like the interactions. Mm-hmm. Like right. Husp, you were at the, uh, the IPA thing, right? Husbar? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 You were talking yeah. outside for a while. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. like, like Matt was just, you know, cheers and everyone, just everyone was just right. happy, having a good time. And like, they weren't there as like professional wrestlers. They were just hanging out with everyone else. That's what, like, what's right. been great about that. Yeah. And this yeah, whole and group is like, you almost forget sometimes right. like what they really do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. And and like you said before, it's, I mean, with them, it's not a cash grab, you know? I mean, and I, I think that's why. I mean, of course you know, they might, they make money, well, you know, but. Absolutely. But what I'm trying to say is yeah. like, this formula works because it's not about the money. The money comes with everything they do. The The formula that works is just, you know, these guys pour their heart and soul into this and they actually care about their fans. You know what I mean? So, and that that's why this works. What right. other, what other like wrestlers do you see kind of doing, you know, I mean, I, mean, I know more Dylan than just wrestlers, yeah. you know, wrestlers, uh, uh, movie stars, TV stars, musicians, right. Bring Even a, though some of them might be very cool. Right. Bring, they're not bring, doing it to this level. Right. right. Bring two toys and see, a, you know, see a show and meet a whole, you know, bunch sure. of guys like that's oh, yeah, that, how you take care yeah, of it. You know, the Christmas shows. Yeah. Yeah, that's like oh, the yeah. ultimate in giving back to me. It really is like doing that is to everyone. That. Everyone benefits, you know, oh, yeah. that. Everyone. literally. Yep. And, and the kids, that's the biggest thing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? With, especially with those shows for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, again, on top of like, yes, of course they're making money, but like, right. you know, it would be foolish to say that they don't make money off of, of us, but you know, they, you know, they talk to, to, you know anyone and everyone you know bob like the amount of times that you're featured on that ipa vlog oh my god i was not it's ridiculous i wasn't expecting that. <laughs> you know you're in it a lot several times there i forget exactly what the question is but like they're like legit like maybe it's about the big rubber guys like they're asking like genuinely like your opinion and it's not just like they're just looking for 
oh, these are cool. Okay, cool. Thanks. On to the next. Right. Like, you know, it, it they, was a big rubber guy. So I remember, like, I told you, I, you know, LGN was my, like, one of my mm. first wrestling figures. So, like, I just, I needed to, to touch them, to see them, to oh, know yeah. if they were real. Because yeah. right. I held a Jax one. It was garbage. Yeah. I held an AEW one, not quite there. So no one's been able to do it. Yeah. So I, I, I needed to know if they were real or not, if I wanted to spend a hundred dollars on two figures. And luckily they had them out where you can touch them. And right, Matt was right down. I picked it up and I said, like, he's like, what do you think? I was like, I just needed to touch it. And I pulled out my phone. I said, I'm going to buy it right now because you're doing it now. So yeah, live purchase right now. And he like, he loved that. And even and like Brian walked by and he's like, hey, he, he just bought them right now. That's badass. I, I, I needed to see them. I needed to touch them. I remember that we like had just walked in, like walked in the door because you had gotten in at the same time as us. And we walked in the door. We, you know, we said hi to everyone, and then you went right to the big rubber guys. And yeah, I love that too. That's so. I cool. just, I, I needed to know something like yeah. that. Like same thing with like, you know, like everyone's making these like retros and stuff. So like, yeah. I just like you need to feel them for the first time. Yes. You need to see right. them the first time. You know, like I pre-ordered zombie stuff, but I wasn't. It was like I need to see it first. And it was at Live yeah. Thirteen when he's walking around, letting everyone kind of touch the Jeff mm-hmm. Jarrett figure. And that's before we even got Matt Bryan and stuff in hand. Mm. Yeah. And he's letting everyone touch like the, the Jarrett prototypes. Like, wow, like this, this is legit. This is a Hasbro. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the same thing. Like I said, I already bought him because I just, I wanted to at least support Matt and Brian. Right. But then touching it was like, yeah, I'm going to support this line too, because this, yeah. this is legit. Yeah. And like, you know, other companies where it's like made a rubber and just, it's not quite there. Right. You know, and that's, that's gotta have been some of the topic is like, you know, Mitch's and you know Epic Toys or or uh, Chella's and you know Mitch you know Hastel Grapplers and gimmicks all of that. Um, the figures have I know you know that there's like always going to be exceptions, but mostly like they've been looking pretty cool. They've been looking pretty decent, but the feel of them is and it's not a knock. It's just they are different it's not the same as that hasbro they are made with different materials that's fine but um like you said like if you're looking to get like that real feel the feel mm-hmm. that you know if that's something that's important to you like yeah all these companies making hasbro hasbro style that's cool but i personally want you know the feel i you right. know the, the big rubber guys the major bendies you know, the zombie, like you feel them and it's like, fuck, this is like nostalgia, almost touching the real thing. Right. It, it, right. it really is. And I remember when I finally got them in the mail and I finally got them, like, I love that the packaging is like, you know, user friendly. Cause the first thing I did was I put them, I have a I refurbished Jack's mastering, which is just a mold of the LJN. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a beer and IPA in the middle of it and took pictures of the Matt and Brian's with it. And I, and I, I said like this, these are as, as close as you're ever going to get to an LJN ever again in our lifetime, probably. Yeah. And I've been telling anyone who asks, like, buy that ring. It doesn't have to be the LJN ring. Buy a Jax Monster and whatever. Sure. Buy, buy one. Because if you need a ring for these big rubber guys, that is all you're going to get. Like, I know yeah. in the group, uh, you just had a mod not long ago. It was uh, Jeff Noise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He posted one for sale, too. Oh, like, yeah. And I, I commented right on it. I said, like, this is perfect for big rubber guys. Yeah. Like don't sleep on this. Like you need a ring for the, yeah. right. if, just a display. At least you need something. Right. Yep. They fit in perfect. Whereas like the, the Jack's ones did not. Yeah. It's like undertaker's head was like to the top turnbuckle. Right. <laughs> Awful. Right. And then the AW ones were just, just off. Yeah. 
the the scale is all messed up on all of them, and it's it. Yeah, it's because they're trying to get them to fit in that packaging, and they make right. them too short. Right, which is fine. I can understand that. Like you know, I mean, it's 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 a marketing or a, a cost thing, which is which is all well and good. But I just don't like if they brand them as something yeah, and it's sure. not. Well, and right. here's the thing: if you're gonna do something, do it right. You yep. know what I mean? Don't yep. half-ass it. Don't shrink it down for this or, you know, worry about cost. Because if, if you're trying to do something and you want it to be successful, you got to be all in. It's, yep. it's plain and simple. Now, I, I, I've i held the the L, the AEW ones in box, but I've never held one personally. But, like, once I got, I was like, well, you know, these big rubber guys, like, I got a, a George the Animal Steel because I was like, well, let me, I always like him. Let me get one figure of his. Like I'll mm-hmm. get this LJN, and then like you know, I want to feel like how how close are these? Like I was never really an LJN person, but right, got that, got the big rubber guys. I'm like, whoa, like this is pretty close. And then I ended up getting a Hogan uh, from La Puma, and like they're all real cool. But compared to my Shawn Michaels one from the Jacks, yeah, it's it's just I- not even close. I will admit, some of those Jacks ones are cool. Yeah, they are, I, I like I, the Shawn Michaels I, one. I have the Trish oh, yeah. one. I really like the Trish. But comparatively, it's like, nah, not yeah, the Shawn Michaels one. That's the like red and like silver yeah. stripe yeah, one. Yeah, he's like, like, the, yeah, he's like yeah, the yeah, ultimate. Yeah, yep. yeah. and the yeah, the yeah. Trish one kind of like the Trish one is cool just for like displaying. Like you can't play with a Trish that's going, you know, with her well, fi- pointer yeah. finger in the air. Like what are you gonna ever just poke everyone's eye out like every <laughs> yeah. two minutes? You know. <laughs> Poke something. She has like the Rick Rude problem. Can't do anything with her. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. all right, listen, maybe this is a little off color. If you guys want to en- edit this out, you can, but let's be honest. It gave you a chance to touch her boobs at least. Oh my God. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, you know, if that's what you did when you're you don't lie, you've all done it. You're not, I, I, was not me. I never had <laughs> <all> my secrets. <laughs> I was always playing with my giant Gonzalez. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no. Um, but no, I, I agree, you know, uh, again, like I'm not, I, I think, you know, like, you know, the, the AEWLJNs or, you know, the grapplers and gimmicks and stuff. Like, I think they have their place. I think some of them look cool. Yeah. Um, it's not a knock at how they decide to produce them. It's just different. That's yeah. All. Like, you know what, man? I think what Mitch is doing is amazing. Oh, yeah. Right. Because the, he's like, passionate. Some of them, like, and I, I shouldn't say like, like oh some of them like really it's just kind of that smoke it's one company a little you know like yeah whatever but like they've been looking cool you mm-hmm. know like i i, I don't want to knock that i think they look cool yeah they do they look yeah cool. like um you said not every company is gonna be perfect it's just the feel is not the same no. that's all um yeah uh did did we finish up like the main main questions yes. or was there one more no, because we how we got yeah, no, that was it. Yep. Yep, that was it. So we're on to our, our jam session. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, you're a big horror guy. Huge, as you know. Um, <laughs> we both share a passion for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's right. You know, uh you know yeah, obviously like the game. Not yet, but I will. Um you know, this started as a Brian thing, then Husfar adopted it, and then I kind of did too and you know, when, when you have a certain guest on or whatever, like I'll bring, you know, yeah. just a, a figure to have kind of keep me company. And I brought Chop Top. That's a great one. That is, I, I tell you what, dude, it's crazy that it took this long for him to get a figure. 
mm-hmm. but between that and then the other like the like the Migo style one that they came yeah. out with yeah man, like they just they knocked out of the park of both of them that is we, like that might be one of my favorite ones and like the nubbins accessory oh my uh-huh. god this is, Dude. This is the Wallace. first time that he's gotten a figure this was well chop top yes yeah really I what mean, this it, is he's old so iconic. At this oh, point. I, was, I thought it was at like this point, new. It, yeah, what, what is that? I like, mean, like late two thousands. I was gonna say um, that is still kind of old, like for for that movie being so iconic, like an iconic character. But I the mean, fact that like right, you, you, you want you want to dive know. in a little bit. Think about like McFarlane was the first one to do movie maniacs. horror characters like that with, yeah. with the movie maniacs line. Yeah. And he did a leather face from the first movie. Yeah. Right. And that was that was it. Like, I want to say this really is like 2000 out. and the five, woman, six, the pretty seven, woman one too. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, like and this was uh I forget the exact company. Mezco. Was it Mezco? But it was called Cinema. I don't I don't think yeah, so. Mezco Cinema Fear. It was Fear. Cinema, cinema Waste Fear. Cinema Fear. Was it Mezco? Yeah, that's okay. Mezco. Yeah. Um and yeah, like I really liked I like what Mezco, Mezco was back doing. then. Yeah. 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 Now they just and, do those one twelve. Like that's all they do now. They don't do yeah. anything else. This is where Jake's like, Yep, uh checked out. Yeah, Jake. <laughs> I, I want those back because if you remember and and, Dude, and Billy, yeah. you remember this, like they the next series on tap had a chainsaw three leatherface. Yep. That got canceled. It got canceled, and it finally turned into the the like the doll. Yeah, which I I'll get those if that's the only version. But I'm not. Yeah, a, me personally as a collector, I don't love like the clothed one, the soft goods doll it versions. I don't hate them. I just would rather have like you know this molded articulated figure. I agree, um, but when it's all there is, and yeah. I need to. Pull the trigger on getting that Leatherface three because, like, at the very least, like, I like to have like a represent, represent bleh, sorry, a representation of each movie, you know, each version of Leatherface and whatever. And I just I don't have one for part three or the new one because that damn figure like got pushed back and delayed and delayed oh, and delayed. God, that thing's a nightmare. Right. Well, there was a Mego for the new. There one, is. My God, that thing is atrocious. It, it is. So I was like, oh, oh I yeah, would I've rather have that. this one, but if that's going to be the only version, I guess I have to get it. But anyway, um, yeah. Like, I, I, you know what? Real quick before we get off that, I would love oh. like sometime it did like, if you ever wanted to do like, like, like a bonus episode like that, just sit down, talk the series, talk about the toys everything the, the awful atari video game like dude like everything like, I like that just game. a full-on like texas chainsaw like geek out would be awesome i'm not opposed i like that game blood splurts out and it's an atari i game. mean we can like <laughs> the game it doesn't make it good oh it's, it's bad it's really i never so i never good. played it it's borderline unplayable <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> most of those were like i've played the the friday the 13th one and yeah, but the, that one's and fun I, they're not good. Yeah, it is. If you know you how to play. just walk into cabins. No. You got to do other stuff. You got to find the artifacts. You got to throw the rocks. You got to get the no, machete. Yeah, he's he's right. Like, there's a very specific order you have to do things in. Sure. And the second you stray from that, you're done. Yeah. Right. It's hard. It's impossible. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, too. That one's... I like that one. I like them. I like them. You know what's funny is we're sitting here praising LJ and figures, but my God, when their name was on a video game, oh, you knew God. it was going to be garbage. Horrible. <laughs> that's funny that is a fact um, yeah but, yep. uh, oh yeah but yeah no it's just um mm-hmm. you know i like i said i i know that you're a, a big uh texas chainsaw guy you know obviously um and uh puppet master. I, I, are you a big puppet master guy too i do love puppet master i have 
before they made like the life-size replicas he did a 12 inch version of blade mm -hmm. i have that in one of my detox behind me yeah that was a cool i met charles band at conventions numerous times yep. and yep. I, dude i pretty much anything full moon i absolutely love dude. subspecies yeah. is like my number one favorite yeah. franchise from you full watch moon. the new one it was okay it, yeah, it wasn't it's not bad that's awesome he's holding a, a six shooter it, it wasn't what i wanted <laughs> it to be i gotta say like it was cool to see the transformation of him but like he didn't really become Radu until like the last minutes of the film. Like, yeah, oh, it's a prequel. Yeah, yeah it's a full blown oh, prequel. Like you see yeah. him. I think it's really the bitten. only way they they could, could do it. have with uh, what's it, Aunt the actor Hove or whatever. Yeah, I think his name yeah, because he's he's, he's, old. he's up there. He does age. not move well. You know, and you're getting him to like a new, a different country and working. You know, but the movie looks beautiful. It's on. Um, Tubi, I think you can watch it for free. I think so. I have full moon streaming, so like I have every streaming service, and like yeah. like you know, like Tubi's free. It's it's on there for free. Full Moon has a whole channel. Yeah, their entire library's on there. I know. Just got what you know. Deal with some commercials. And I own most of them on DVD anyway, which is really ridiculous. Right, right. <laughs> oh, dude, I own like I don't own everything, but at one point, like I owned like. 90 95 percent of like all of their movies on dvd or blu-ray same um, and trauma too i don't have as much trauma but that's a little more tricky because they license a bunch of real bad stuff yeah i, I, buy, <laughs> I, I buy like the in-house traumas the ones yeah. that like heat that lloyd coffin's attached to yes the actual yes. trauma movies is what i'll buy that's pretty much where it ends for me mm -hmm. but then so not only i mean on the on the last show, you uh you guys were talking about something, and it made me kind of pull something out of not storage, but kind of I don't take this out often. But you mentioned something. You guys were asked a fan question about if you can save one item, what would it be? Mm, yeah. And Billy, you had mentioned this. Yes. He's got the book. I don't know how many signatures you have, but I'm pretty much full. Uh, I'll have to send you pictures. I still it's still, beat Billy, beat Billy, beat Billy. <laughs> Um, I, I actually have a, a list of everybody that I have. Um, it's like you see that sponge way, the down there in the corner. Is Karen Black? Because <laughs> well, I, she wasn't I was doing in the that first one. two movies in this. I was doing corpses and rejects in here. Well, then you would have more I'm on there than on me. The only I, one I'm missing from the Devil's Rejects <laughs> is um, Tiny. Because by the time this came out and the movie came out, he had passed. So he's him and Karen Black are the only mm. two major omissions. And Sherry Moon, because she does not sign. Right. I had heard, I, I met Leslie Easterbrook at a convention, and she was impressed. Oh, you have everyone. And she's like, who, who are you missing? And I, I said, like, like the two big names. Yeah. And she said um, that Sherry is extremely shy and just doesn't really do appearances. Like, she has a setup where you can mail her stuff, but there's no Man, fucking way I'm mailing that. this out with... Yeah. The hundreds of dollars put into this. Yeah. Like I'm, I would never mail that out and trust like our postal service with that. Right. So, I mean, I, so I can I've accept always, like one loss. I haven't loss. pulled the trigger, but I've always thought like maybe one day I would pay for like a Rob Zombie meet and greet at one of his concerts. She's never there. She, well, she is sometimes. She goes she on doesn't the do road the meet with I know people I know, that have done I, it. I know that. But like I always wondered, and I don't expect it, but I always wondered if like if I brought that book and he saw like, oh, yo, all you need is Sherry. Well, let me see what I can do. I don't expect that. I but have you never that know. too. Okay, it's like a it's like a little like like a fantasy kind of thing of like of someday, course. right? So, Mister Zombie, can you uh, do me a favor? So, Zombie, <laughs> can you go get Mister <laughs> Zombie, please? 
Um, but no, I only get people that were in that movie in this book. Like I have House of a Thousand Corpses um, autographs, but I have them on something else. Uh, so I only have I have twenty two signatures. That's nice. Um, and and so I don't have Tiny, but I do have his stunt double. Okay, you got one up on me. That is badass. So I at least have a Tiny. Don't say anything else after that. You know what? I count it. You are me, it counts. It does count. No, like right. It's just it's just not Matthew McRoy. But uh, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I would love after we're done with this, um, I'll send you pictures of the autographs in the book, and if you can uh, send me some too, I would love Absolutely. to see what all you got and how they're laid out and all that fun stuff and. Uh, we don't have to bore people <laughs> who may be I'm like, oh, no. this is so exciting. You're so like, I even got to the point, like I got Tyler <laughs> Maine in there because he was Rufus for two minutes in, in I mean, the devil's rejects. Like yeah. st- it still counts. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't and have I Kane Hodder cause he did the stunts. I do too. <laughs> yep. Yep. For sure. No, that's cool. I, it's, that is cool. Yep. I, yeah. Like, like I said, we'll, we'll talk some more about this. Definitely. Um, what uh so your big uh Texas big full moon guy rejects uh I see that you've got uh, a lot of original ghostbusters behind you the universal monsters is that all uh hellraiser um uh, you know cinnabites and stuff behind you Well those Halloween. are those are the um the tortured souls oh, Okay okay I just it's I could tell it's McFarlane and dominatrix shit It's it's very Clive Barker it's yeah. his style is so like yeah specific so there that was like almost like a branch off of hellraiser for him just with like a different kind of backstory mm-hmm. but I, I love like anything clive barker like dude i love almost all horror i will say like modern horror does nothing for me okay i mean sure but like like slap like 80s sleazy slashers are fantastic 70s horror yeah. i love the yeah. hammer horror films from mm-hmm. the 60s mm-hmm. universal is the bible as far as i'm concerned with horror um pretty much like the, like the late 90s and the 2000s is where it cuts off for me Sure. Like people I, today I like praise a lot of I, new I, stuff, but like I'll ask people today, oh, like, like, tell me a scary movie to watch because I'm always looking for something that's going to be good. Everyone recommends the same movie to me, and it's got to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Hereditary. I love Hereditary, but it's di- it's different. You know, it's could not get into it. Yeah, um, and that's fair. You know, not always going to get into all, you know the same stuff. Um, what I enjoy about it is it's you know more of you know like. You know, the older films were slower paced. So is this, you know, I think it has a lot of sensibilities of, of things of that nature, but eh, if you don't dig it, you don't dig it. That's okay. Um, I had a thought and then I completely lost it. I love how much, uh, you know, you love uh Halloween three season of the witch as well. You know, that for- is like that, <clears throat> that chainsaw and house of thousand corpses are like my top three favorite horror movies. Hands down. Love that. Halloween three is is absolutely fantastic in every way, shape, and form. That's my mm-hmm. brother's favorite. It's like people knock it because oh, there's no Michael like in it. it. Well, he's not meant to be. Right. It's it's a movie about Halloween. It's not mm-hmm. a movie about a mass killer. It's a movie about a season. If you right. can treat it as just that, it's incredible. And that's the tough thing is if two wouldn't have happened, people wouldn't have thought anything else about it they would have been like oh okay these are all just halloween themed uh seasonal movies um but we got that second 
one, because the studio kind of forced their hand and said, oh, John Carpenter, you have to make another. Fine, I guess I'll make one. Because he didn't want to do that. No, a lot of people don't know this. Technically, Season of the Witch was supposed to be part two. Mm-hmm. He had a three-picture deal. It was going to be Halloween, which is going to be you know the babysitter killer. Yep. Halloween 2, Season of the Witch, which is going to be the masks. Yes. And then do you know what his original vision for Halloween 3 was? Fog. Yeah, it was Halloween 3, the hmm. fog. Yeah. Because when that when that all the whole deal fell apart, he took the script, reworked it a little bit and turned it just into what it became. Right. Because every Halloween it was and it was going to be like every year is going to be like an anthology. Here's yeah. a new Halloween, you know, holiday film. Right. And yeah, the fog. Like if you watch the fog as like a, a movie that kind of takes place during Halloween, you'd be like, fuck, you know, because yeah. again, you know, it it. um has a lot of like same cast members, like even Jamie Lee Curtis, Atkins, right? Ha- yep. Um, you know, uh, well, Atkins isn't in the Fog, is he? He was. I've only seen the fo- the original Fog. I don't. Like, a long... You know, I can't remember. You said I don't, I don't remember. I, don't, like, I feel like he pops up though. Well, and and that, I think I think that's kind of the thing is like people like that, like Jamie Lee Curtis, like she's on the phone. Yeah, it's like Escape from New York. She's the computer. Right. It's like they have like these little cameo things. Um, Even Halloween season of The Witch. Adrian Barbeau. um, Has um, Tom Atkins, Nick Castle in The Fog. Right. I I forget the magnitude of his role in it. Um, But uh, he's not top billings. Right. Um, Even uh, the the woman that plays uh, Annie, uh, Nancy Loomis in in the first movie. Halloween film. Jane She's Elaine. in. Oh, oh, never no, mind. no, 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 no. Annie. Um, uh, 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 uh. Nancy uh, Keys. Case. Her original last name was Loomis. Um, but anyway, uh, she's in all three of those, so. which is awesome. Like, I love that he's another one of those directors who would always do that. Would like you know use people he knew and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like today, like people knock Rob Zombie for that, but like he's not doing something that other people haven't done. <laughs> It's just right. people wanting to complain about things. Oh, like go nepotism. further back and look at the old Hammer movies. Peter right. Cush and Christopher Lee were in almost every one of those movies together. Mm-hmm. Even if they had like a cameo, right. they were in them together. Right. And no one knocked it back then. No. Nope. That's just the way that you know people decide they want to be. But whatever. Um. Yeah. Now, see again. This is fun for for Husvar and I because we love this stuff and Jake's just That's like. Okay. I was. No, 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 no. Honestly, I'm glad. Like, and I'm glad you guys are doing this. I'm glad you guys are into this because there is so many things that I don't know about, or our fans don't know about. You know what I mean? That, or just something different that we don't get to listen to or don't get to hear about. Now, again, I, I mentioned this before. Like, this isn't my forte. It's not, and it's not that I don't like it. I just, I'm just not deep into it that's all and i just right i, I don't know about we'll it get you know, it all but, nice and deep but, <laughs> yeah with but a good just, hand yeah oh my strong hand. Like, what, See, like, he knows that. that would fa- that fascinates me like what is your how far does it go for you oh like <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you're probably i know freddy krueger yeah. and jason Voorhees. Yeah. like yeah. yeah i mean it's just like, like the diconic stuff right you know, yeah, like I mean, Dracula yeah, and yeah, and stuff. you know, 
Have you seen a lot of the movies at least? Like, have you seen like all the Elm Street movies, all the Jason movies? So I haven't seen all of them. I've seen some of them. Like Jason Goes to Hell. I remember, you know. Like random ones. Say like probably just TV. Yeah. And and, like definitely didn't even watch it all the way through. You know, just like bits and pieces here and there. Um, Realistically. catch on commercial. The only thing that I know for a fact that I've watched um, Halloween, obviously, a lot of the and a lot of the newer ones because, you know, they came out and. But we just want yeah. to saw him. Um, Sleepaway Camp. You ever, oh, you yeah. Sleepaway Camp. That's a little bit more of a deep cut. Well, that is a deep that, cut. The reason I know about that is because <laughs> I was like 16 and my buddy was like, hey, you got to watch this movie. I'm like, why? You know, what? what's it about? He's like, oh, it's like a horror film, whatever, but this chick shows her boobs in it. I was like, what? And then, yeah, That's we like rented it. Every, every Well, every time I'd go over there, we he always rented it. <laughs> it's like the original crying but, game. But yeah, but uh, yeah, so, we, you know, that that one. But yeah. That he was, rented uh, it every time you came over? Every time. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know why I just didn't buy it. So that's a funny one because I actually just watched that recently because now really? it's you know September, October, movie. so you have yeah. to watch every horror movie ever made. Right. Mm-hmm. And that kind of hit the rotation. And um yeah. have any of you guys watched that recently? Yeah, I watched oh, um, the last number of years. Sure. I watched all of them recently, even the reunion. Like the one like the, the cook. Yeah, it's just so like the first like, one. It's it, it's harder to watch it's, that today. It's man. horrifying. It's horrifying. Yeah, like it's that's like the scariest part of the movie is is that cook. Well, they I I watched when they were like making that scene and like yeah like the skin falling off of his face and his hands like no not even like, that I was rooting for that the way he oh, like acts yeah. like when he gets when he gets her like in the oh. in the in the, the like the walk-in cooler oh, yeah, stuff yeah, like of course he's trying like, to oh my god like, yeah the stuff this guy is saying oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah like yeah. he's like this like the worst part of the movie to me the way yeah. he dies is like you're oh, he deserved it, it. he totally deserved it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it's it's horrifying like all of the whole scene is hor- is like it's messed yeah, oh, up god, yeah <laughs> but yeah his like Jake, he's like coming on to this like eight year old girl in like the walk in, oh, and God. then like she like the you just see someone push like the the stew on him or whatever. Yeah. Oh, you've seen it. Well, yeah, a long time ago. Twenty. I mean, he was and, ago. And, it, and it just like his skin's yeah. falling off. You're like, ah. Yeah. Go back and try to watch it now. It's on yeah. like Peacock yeah. or something. It's it's yeah. out. There. It's like, on something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Try, try you watch if you watch it so much. Like try to give it a watch now and see how you feel about it because there yeah. is it, it's i feel like as an adult in this yeah. age it's it's a more difficult it's watch different. now mm-hmm. yeah and and then like the second the the second and the third one is hilarious because it's bruce springsteen's sister <laughs> and she they got worse as they the went girl. on yeah oh yeah and then like you know return to or reunion or whatever they called it or whatever they um the ending was like are they going to make another one so they could explain this part? Oh, God. <laughs> It'll be Sleepaway yeah. Camp in Space next. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> you like that idea? Maybe. They all yeah, go to why space not? Why yeah. not? Pin Major pot in space. space. Yeah. Man, live live 2000. Actual 2000, though. We'll See, that would be cool. Up. Mark would just be like a head like on Futurama. Like in Futurama, yeah. And we could be the, uh, the be moon like, world order. Matt's the 23rd clone. <laughs> Wait, not only is Mark like the head like Futurama, there's two little jars next to him with his silver balls in them. The silver <laughs> balls. <laughs> Just floating around him at all times. <laughs> Keep your balls in your pocket, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
That would be uh, be pretty crazy. Can you imagine all of us on a rocket ship together? No. <laughs> I don't no. think it would be good. No, I think it'd be fantastic. I mean, I would we have could, fun. Those I mean, we two could, over there. We could pass Swaggle around like a beach ball. You know, Jake's, there's no gravity. Jake's, Jake's gonna like pee so that it floats in the zero G and push it towards me with a fan <laughs> while I'm well, sleeping. I, I would not do that. Hey, we wouldn't be in the same room. My mattress. I think everyone would be bombed by the time we got there. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. For sure, <laughs> especially me. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a good time. Shawnee would smoke the place out. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Somebody crack a window. But uh, not in space. um (laughs) oh man um now i'm just thinking about space and (laughs) jake's p and zero g yeah it rhymes (laughs) (laughs) um we did have a a couple fan fan questions that came from the patreon this comes from johnny jb um what was the movie that made you a fan of Ooh, it's a good one is that you for me bu- first? Yes. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah no, you, Bob. This is for you. These are all you. I, I mean, okay. I suppose we can I, all I, answer, but it's this is oh. mainly about you, Bob. Okay. Cool. I, I know exactly when and what it was. I don't know. I have like a date, but it was um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two was the first horror movie I ever saw. Oh, baby. Which, that's, that's like I'll tell you what too. Like that's extreme for I, for my. Yeah. I'm like six years old. That's my first exposure to it. But I was hooked. Absolutely hooked. You at know, that point. there's there's a you know little bit of um. You know, people not um, loving, you know, the uh, the second one just because that like the best one. It is different. I mean, it's kind of Dennis Hopper some, running around. Like, agree, it's the best. It's movie. kind of like wildly different than the first. Oh, of course. It was or on purpose. Is, yes. Agreed. Yeah. You know, where mean, the, the first the covers is very, the breakfast club. <laughs> sure. But it's uh, but uh, that doesn't mean that like people like. It's 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 jarringly different. Like the first one is just so like just you know kind of visceral and real. And, it is and very whatever. real. Based and on the, a true story. And the second one is almost comedic. Army of Darkness. Yeah, it's 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 Radio turned Station. into like a total comedy, but at the same time, it's horrifying. Still pretty graphic and horrifying in certain regards. So I I get it, but they made it incredibly different. But I like that and prefer it. So I remember uh, Texas used Chainsaw to, 2 being used your to first. Scare I, me. I like that. Used to scare me looking at the VHS cover, and I would see like Dennis Hopper with like twin <clears throat> chainsaws on the cover. I'm like, I'm like, oh, like Dennis Hopper always plays a bad guy. He's playing a good guy in this one. I don't know if I want to see it. <laughs> he's out of his mind in that oh, movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Now or he's someone that needs a figure. Like you know, he unfortunately has passed, yes. so we'll probably never get one. But my God, a figure of him from that movie. Yeah, I feel like fantasy needed. book a whole wave of figures for that. Like him, oh, yeah. a dueling Leatherface, the chainsaw on the stomach, Grandpa, the like you can do them all. Right, a well, mail away stretch. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, you know, I was showing off this chop top, and for those that don't know, like he's played by Bill Mosley. He was in uh, House of Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, as Otis. Like but he Jake doing that. He um. Was in Vietnam and part of his brain was blown off. (laughs) And so he's got this metal plate that he itches with a a hanger. But he he lights the He lights it it with uh, (laughs) a a lighter. I have from Bill Mosley. That is awesome. A metal plate from the original mold from his head. And it has like the uh, 
the scratches from the uh, um, coat hanger. Coat hanger, and and yeah, he he wrote, "Hey Billy, lick my plate, you dog dick." <laughs> Which again, like he's such a funny character, but also kind of scary. Like when I- they just like kind of like find their way into the radio station and it's just this dude like imagine if like you had to deal with that thing in real, in life. real life well like, it's go ahead bob i'm sorry like there's no way to handle that if it's real and you're leaving out probably one of the creepiest aspects of him he's carrying around his dead brother's body as a puppet yes yeah. yes <laughs> which is um as you know some actually don't know this but he is the hitchhiker from the first uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. They're brothers. So my my first introduction to that movie actually wasn't like the movie itself, but it was uh Angry Video Game Nerd. They okay. um they review the they they kind of do it like he goes to like a flea market and like it looks like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and he buys this game and it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre Atari game <laughs> and he brings it home to play and one of his friends plays chop top and he comes in he does the coat hanger thing and i'm watching this and i'm like i've only you know only having seen the the uh, you know very original one i was like why are they like like this like why is this care like why is he like this like is he just just playing some creepy character that he made up for this video i'm like mm. this was in texas chainsaw massacre and then i watched texas chainsaw massacre two, you know two when i did like a whole marathon and i was like aha <laughs> yeah and and even him doing it was like creepy jake yeah. have you ever seen it Ch- chainsaw 2 no please watch it it is batshit crazy yeah, yeah. honestly I've you don't need to see the first them. one nothing yeah. like just yeah, you i'm don't. begging you to watch this movie all right all right i'll check it out for sure definitely especially like when halloween season comes around and all that i it i do get halloween the itch season. like to kind of start you know what i'm saying <laughs> I don't get it. you know but yeah definitely texas 2 got you it's streaming somewhere. I know it's on and, some. I just yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah, and like, I can buy it on Prime or whatever too. You it's don't like, even yeah. really have to watch the first one to get yeah. the second. There's only like one detail that like kind of c- goes through, but you don't really need yeah. it. It kind of explains right. it at yeah. the it explains beginning. Itself. Yeah, and the only thing is you would have a little bit better idea of like who like three characters are. Mm-hmm. But well, you know I literally that, watched Watchmen again. For like the second or third time yesterday, yeah. and I finally understood it this time. So, oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. It's not that heavy of a well, movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw yeah. isn't. I I got gotcha. you. Okay, so, I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah. No, Watchmen is a little more involved. Texas, yeah. not really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I suppose you know we can sure. answer these real quick. Um, sure. the first trying to think of like what the very first like horror things that like I saw like I kind of count them but don't like I I saw like Monster Squad I saw Beetlejuice I saw King Kong things of that nature but they're like kind of more like family friendly type stuff like the very first horror movies I ever saw was uh the first two Puppet Masters Candyman the first two Candymans and uh Tales from the Hood Oh. Um, and like, cause they, so like when, um, Puppet Master 2 came out and when, uh, uh, Candyman 2 came out, like, I think they all came out in or around 92. 
and I was at a birthday party and we rented all those movies for like a sleepover. So like those are what I count as like the very first horror movies that I watched that like got me into it. Um, For me, besides like, you know, like Billy said, the classics, like the Universal Monsters and Godzilla and like, you know, the ones that you kind of grow up with that your parents are like, oh, you have to, you know, Day the Earth did still like all those classic classics. Um, You know, I grew up with, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Halloween, besides those as well, you know, things like Billy said, Puppet Master, uh, The Thing, any John Carpenter Mm. movie, any... um, um, Cronenberg, David Cronenberg movie, The Fly, um, like body horror movies like that. Like they creep me out to this day. Um, you know, stuff like that. I kind of watched everything. Um, like whatever was on TV, I watched. I, you know, Phantasm, that's another one I, I adore, you know, to this day. But yeah, pretty much like my parents and brothers all were movie TV show people. So, you know, I watch what they watch and I, they let me watch anything. So, um, so I got to watch kind of all of it, you know, every level. So nice. Jake. Yes. Sounds like sleepaway camp was the one that yeah. <laughs> introduced yeah. I mean, him to horror. That that hundred percent was, I mean, it's just what a wild introduction. Uh, yeah. yeah, for, yeah. And I didn't even know, you know, good, good <laughs> I mean, the fir- first three weekends that I stayed over there and we watched it, we just fast forwarded right to that part. And then <laughs> the next time I was like, let's just watch the movie. And then. I was like, oh, this is. This you know is what's so rough. awkward about that too? Like the the reveal at the end is the way she just like s- like stands there with like that weird scream. It's so oh, the bizarre. noise. The noise yeah. is yeah. what creeps me out. Like I would have nightmares about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little. Like no, no, like it's like alien, <laughs> like like an animal makes that noise, not like yeah. a person. You know, like that's why it's creepy. <laughs> yeah. There are like nights. Like I'll like take an edible and kind of like be in and out of consciousness as I'm like experiencing like the highs and lows of the edible I just took. And I wake up at the wrong times. And one night, like I, I was, I woke up at that exact scene. It blew my mind. <laughs> uh, uh, <Jeez. laughs> and, and just the way that it like freeze frames on your face and then mm-hmm. like fades into that color. Like it, that's like the stuff that they used to do when you were a kid that like, they like ingrain that in your, in your memory. Like it's like, no, like I can't unsee this like forever. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the the actress Felissa Rose, she lives yeah. um in Jersey, somewhere around me. Somewhere, I'm doing a show. It's when we like I came on here. We never even got into like what I do, like my art and stuff. But like I'm doing a show in December, and she's like one of the guests. I want to meet her so bad. Wow. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So you said you do art. She, yeah, she is the nicest. That's what I hear. She is so yeah. cool. So cool. She's incredibly um, sweet and yeah, um, and she does that pose like for your pictures. Like she yes. does that exact thing. Like I don't know. Yeah, if every photo with a fan is that that pose. Yeah, with clothes on though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so actually, uh, I think this will uh, be able to lead us in nicely to your uh, your artwork and everything because we do need to talk about that before we wrap up. Um, so this comes from another question. Uh, Joey Hudson says. Bob was my secret Santa, and amongst other things, he gave me some awesome glow-in-the-dark Lucha Mask fridge magnets. Just wanted to say thanks and maybe give Bob a chance to talk about those because they're cool and people should buy them or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, um, with the Remco figures, that was my introduction to glow-in-the-dark. And at that point on, I was obsessed with it. I wanted stickers, toys, anything. 
And then many, many years later, I turned it into a business where I do glow in the dark paintings. I do artwork that glows in the dark. And I go to, you know, various like uh, conventions, festivals, whatever I can find like around my area and stuff. And I take them and I sell them. I just had a show this past weekend um, at a town called Smithville. You see me moving. I'm trying to get, I'm literally sitting where they all are. So I'm trying like to get one out to show you guys. And um, I do a lot of like pop culture, a lot of horror type stuff, anything I think will sell, you know? Um, and it all, that's the, that's like my little, my gimmick is it glows in the dark. What do they pull out here? Oh, this is going to be a good one. This is actually one of my, my true heroes. You guys are going to laugh at this one, but yeah nice yes. yeah and this cool. this anyone who's watching the video this all glows in the dark oh that's so sick. cool so for those that aren't watching um does his face glow or is it just like the hair and like so the part of the beard canvas the black is what does not glow so the hair is going to glow in yellow the face glows in like that green glow in the dark color okay okay i love that that is so cool very cool. And I, you know, I started with just doing paintings and then I expanded into uh, resin making. I would like either I, I would buy molds, I would make my own molds, I'd have them made for me and I pour resin and I make magnets out of it. And um, this might not come out too good on camera and you might want to, I don't know if this is the best thing to show, but it's all I have handy. And if you can tell what that is. Is that a, a giant? It is. Oh, okay. Watch this. I'm going to make this glow right on camera for you guys. Watch right here. Whoa. <laughs> Oh. What an item! It's been a long time. <laughs> I sell these like crazy, if you can believe that. But um, yeah, when I I, I did that for the huh. past couple years with the Secret Santa and the Pod, like um, I would just you know look at like someone's interests when, when once I once I found out who I had, and uh, you know I happened to see Joey was really you know just like a big wrestling guy, so I made luchador masks, mm -hmm. and you know aside from glowing, I kind of just colored them in like I picked like pod colors, like I did one like blue and orange, one like purple oh, cool. and yellow, like. I just picked like certain colors that would associate with the pod and uh, just threw them in with the, with the, uh, with the gifts that I got them too. And I always try to do that, you know, because it makes cool. it a, a little bit more personal. Yeah. Right. And uh, I remember I was on the, the, the zoom we had when he opened them and like, I got him like two figures that he had his, his kid with them. And like the figures went right to the kid and the kid was loving them. And that was fun to watch. And then he took out the magnets and like, I could tell he genuinely did like really appreciate them. And that was something awesome. that, uh, you know, I I appreciate that from him. So if you're listening, watching, you know, thank you, Joey. Hell yeah. Um, but the art is I've been autistic my entire life. And um, to turn it into like a business and a, you know, more than a hobby at this point, like it's, right. just, it's, it's everything to me. It's if even when I'm at work, like I have like an office job, I work for Arm and Hammer. And I'm like, I'm in an office most of my day. And like half of my day is spent thinking about like things I could potentially paint in my next shows and things like that. It's, it is like my life. That's why like, I call myself the glow in the dark world champion. <laughs> and I, you know, er, at the beginning of the show, I held up the title, my Looks championship like. belt that I made. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was inspired by two of my favorite wrestlers who made their own championships, the million dollar man and Zack Ryder. Yeah. And my camera's a little low, but my logo glow mania. Oh, that's cool. I like, what that. is that? You know what that is, right? Obviously. A Hulkamania. Yeah. Hulkamania. Yeah. As a kid, like that was, that was my guy. was guy. the Hulkster. And, right. You don't have to like the real life person to love the character. And I love Hulk Hogan. I love Hulkamania. And right. I, you know, I kind of modeled my, uh, my business after what Hulk Hogan stood for in his, in his prime, you know, and yeah. just kind of never giving up, awesome. leaving in yourself and just always doing, doing the good thing for Hell me. That's yeah. spreading the word of glow. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I love glow in the dark, everything. I know. I want like a MWO glow in the dark magnet now. It, you know, it's funny. So like, 
I can't like that's gonna be hard to do. I have NWO logos, yeah. but I could definitely do the logo in purple and yellow as a glow in the dark painting. Mm-hmm. Like it would literally be like the size of the yeah. canvas. I'm trying and to it would be there, and it would it would glow in the dark. Yeah. I could definitely that sick. would be a very quick and easy thing to do for you guys. Just yeah. saying. All right. Well, no, I, I, my wheels are turning for like ideas. If there's like a keychain or something. It, it's doable. Be... Like like the mold yeah. I have is we'll, an actual. We'll think, maybe we can think like of little... Yeah, we'll think of yeah. something cool. Yeah, maybe we'll think of something cool to do. Because glow yep. in the dark is sick. Like, oh, it'd be badass, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'd love some kind of little trinket or item like that. And I've gotten so obsessed with it to the point, like I'll go like to toy shows or conventions, mm-hmm. anything. And like my one rule for going to a toy show is I have to come up with something that glows in the dark. Yeah. I have to find some kind of action figure or anything. Sure. S- something has to glow. And That's I have this cool. a ridiculous collection of things that glow in the dark. Oh, every, man. every toy line had at least one like repaint. Cause it was easy to do, you know, like sure. the Terminator line, the RoboCop mm-hmm. line. Um, you mentioned Swamp Thing earlier, Alien, mm-hmm. all these lines, like, that so was just many. another repaint. All you got to do is take an existing mold, cast it, and go in the dark. You got a new figure. So every toy line in the 80s and early 90s had at least one glow figure. And Dude. I have probably all of them. I know this is a little morbid and don't take this the wrong way. No. But I don't know why I just had this idea. Billy, get what the if you what if you made your own tombstone out of glow in the dark? Dude, be I, the only one in the so I don't want to be dark, be cremated. So I've already yeah. said this. Or, I need, I need like, a glow in the dark urn when I die. Yeah, that's I like. It's funny you say that. Like, that's not being morbid at all because I've be had this cool. conversation yeah. with people, like yeah. significant others in my life, the whole time mm-hmm. I've been doing. I've been doing this for eleven years. Yeah, and um, it's it always that conversation always comes up, and it's like I don't want to be buried. I do want to be cremated, and the urn has to glow in the dark. Yeah. Beyond yeah. that, I don't care what. Just I I, I want to glow <laughs> into yeah. the afterlife. Yeah. Mine would have to say, oh, yes. Etched <laughs> no, no. Time. Yours has every time you walk by, it's got a sensor. That goes, it's, it talks to you like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And you got to make sure whoever has possession of your urn takes it to every major pot event. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Am I going to be dead that early? <laughs> Maybe. No, <Maybe>. not. <laughs> um but no i'm glad that uh you know and and if if you want to uh talk some more about like the glow in the dark stuff and you know i I know you got to mention that you do shows and stuff but um if that's something that you would like to get into a little bit more like please feel free to to talk about it some more and you know where you know you do a lot of your shows and you know the kind of art and stuff that people can pick up from you at these events um, like I said, I'm my my I'm all over the place with the art. Like I, yes, I do a lot of horror because that's my passion. But um, I try to come up, you know, like like I showed you I showed you Guy Fieri. Like I have like Jason and Michael and Leatherface, all that stuff, and Nightmare Before Christmas because it sells. I'm not a fan of that movie, but it, the the property sells, so I have it. Uh, I try to throw weird like original type things in there too. Um, mm-hmm. I just painted Nicolas Cage as Dracula because I saw that. How could you not have Nicolas Cage as Dracula? Um, I do throw in a lot of like family friendly stuff too. Like I have had a lot of like cartoony type characters and Mickey and stuff like that. Sure. Um, I recently did a show at a goth bar in North Jersey. So I had a lot of like very risque, like overly sexual, like fetish type stuff for that. Sure. So it also depends where I'm going too. Yeah. Um, sure. In December I'm doing a show. It's like a Christmas theme show. So I'll take like, I'll take Captain Spaulding, put a Santa hat on him. Love that. I'll paint yep. like like Clark Griswold. 
I'll do stuff like that to kind of theme it to where I am at least. Um, I did a show a few weeks ago that had a Fright Night reunion. Yeah. They had Chris Arandon and uh, Evil Ed was there and Charlie yeah. was there. And so I painted uh, Evil Ed and I advertised it as like, get it signed. And, and people bought them and got them signed. Yep. People bought Jack Skeletons and had Chris Arandon <laughs> sign those. Yep. Smart move. And then so like, I know like you guys talk about, you know, collecting a lot. Like, and I know on one of the episodes you were talking recently about like, like things you get autographed and stuff. Yeah. One of my big things is I will make myself some kind of like original paintings of mine. And I'll get those signed. Sure. Like I'm looking at my wall. I have a Doug Bradley pinhead signed. I have mm-hmm. Alice Cooper. I have Curtis nice. Armstrong, who was Booger. Yeah. From and as a kid, I Revenge wanted to be Booger Revenge of the Nerds. So like I have that. Um, I painted one of the Papas from Ghost, and I met him. I got him to sign that. Yeah. Like I painted uh, Linnea Quigley from Return of the Living Dead yep. when she's like ripping her shirt off in the, in the cemetery. Yes. She signed that for me. I have a Halloween three TV I painted that Tom Atkins signed. Oh, cool. yeah. And like, I like doing something like that because like, that is truly one of a kind. Yes. Right. That is truly like the only one in the world of that item. Right. I will right. never redo that. I will never paint that for someone else. It's mine. I have the only one in the world. And I love knowing that, that I have something unique. Yeah. And yeah. most of the time when I go to these shows <clears throat> and I meet people and I show them like, oh, this is my art. I want you to sign this. They're so blown away by it because it's not just like the typical like DVD or eight by ten or vinyl album. Yeah. It's right, right. So it's unique. Fun. Like Doug Bradley probably had the best reaction to it. Like if you guys have gone to convention, they you, they usually have like a helper at their table. Yeah. Who will like collect the money for them or you know kind of just steer everyone around at conventions. Doug Bradley's assistant is his girlfriend. Oh, okay. He brings her to every convention, and um, so the convention I went to, I went to him, made a beeline for him first because I knew he. Pinhead's always going to have a line. So I wanted to get it over with as quick as possible because there was no one there yet. So I had to have a good like 15 minute conversation with them before I even asked them to sign anything. We talked about Cheers, the Golden Girls, and the band mm. Ghost. Wow. He loves American TV. He absolutely adores American TV, which is hysterical to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had him sign something and he's like, What is this? And I explained what I do. I said, it's a, I, I painted this of, of Pinhead. It glows in the dark. So he like he like holds it under his table. His girlfriend's name is Stephanie. He holds it under the table. Like he goes, he goes, holy shit, Steph, Steph, come here, look, this fucking thing really closed. Look at this. He's like freaking out about it. So it's like to give them like in, like in like a unique moment too is yes. just like, yeah, a memory for me that like I I kind of like, you know, kind of cool. like changed their world for a minute. Like did something yeah. that they had no idea that they wouldn't see today. And I love right. that. Like I have one of Vinnie Vincent from Kiss. Oh. oh wow! Wow! <laughs> Damn! You I hope this doesn't Billy make noise. I'm gonna get up real fast. Oh, you're good. Billy's about to make Because these are all noise. like on like my wall and stuff. Gotta get a little tour. So there's Vinny. Look at that! The onclos. Oh that's man! There's the Halloween three TV yeah, sign by Tom Atkins. That's awesome! Wow! There's Linnea Quigley as trash. Dude, dude, those are cool. Those are sick. There's Booger. And then I had the Fright Night cast. I made this wooden tombstone, and I yeah. had them all sign that. Wow. Look at the Twisted Sister clean. stuff. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so that's like my, oh, I guess I should, there's my life sign. I built that Han Solo. Oh, yeah. wow. You built it? I built that. That was my lockdown project. I figured, like, I need something to occupy my time with. Damn. So I, I always wanted one. And I looked into how much they cost, and they're like $5,000 to buy one. Right. Yeah. I don't have $5,000. <laughs> So I looked into how much it would cost to make one. And there was a guy on eBay who sells like he bought one and he stripped all the paint off of it. So like all the details are more like refined. 
and he makes fiberglass castings of them. Oh. So I just put it in my saved searches. And I was like, eh, you know, maybe I'll revisit this at some point. Just, you know, you, you save things on eBay as like a retainer kind of thing. Right. So I'm sitting there watching TV one night. And this is like right before lockdown hits and everything. Like, like, like they told you it's coming. And you know, like you get like notifications from, from eBay on your phone of like mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Right. So my, that, it popped up and I looked at it and it said, oh, you know, like, like the seller has, you know, reduced this by 25%. I was like, well, that's the only sign I need. I bought it <laughs> to hit buy it now. Nice. And then it was like, well, I guess I got to really figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's all wood. The actual base of it is a, a door. Oh, wow. It's legitimately a door. Yeah. I bought it Lowe's for like $35 without the, the hole for the knob cut in it. Wow. And um, I kept receipts as I was putting it together, but I refused to total them up till I was done. Because I knew it was 5000 to buy one. So I told them my receipts up <laughs> when I finally said, okay, this is done. And it cost me $700. Nice. Damn. And it's <laughs> it's mine. It's unique. Is it perfect? No, but it's mine. And I mean, from what I can tell, it looks pretty good, though. Yeah, it looks good. Thank though. you. It is permanently yeah. attached to a base that I didn't think about when I built because it won't fit out of my door. <laughs> so I can't have to cut a bigger like door. You need to get you one of them Texas chainsaws and cut that baby in window. half. I'm going to have to do something because it will not fit out any of them. I have one door in and out of my apartment and then like a sliding glass door. It will not fit out either one. So I am legitimately trapped in this apartment forever now. But um, I mean, it's 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 mine. You know, I love it. And it's the yeah. apartment is your carbonite. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> That's funny. No, Billy. No. But, you know, Why? going back to the, to, the, to the art thing, like bad yeah. joke, Billy. <laughs> Anything like unique like that, like to have them sign that is is like one of my one of one of the things I like doing. Or when I do these conventions, I encourage people like I will purposely make a lot of whatever I think is going to be the hot thing at the convention, and I encourage people like get get this signed. And I'll even like I make it attractive, like get it signed, come back and show me, and I'll, right. I'll give you something. I usually get people like, like a handful of magnets or something. Oh, cool! Like I had um a couple girls got Christina Ricci to sign paintings of Wednesday Adams. I did, and like yeah. I I love seeing that stuff. Yep. Oh yeah. I had people get Halloween three things. I did a show with Tom Atkins, and that's where I got my thing signed. And I, I didn't paint Dude. what I had, but you know they had something else Halloween three, and they all got it signed by them. And they like the idea that it's something unique. What you could do is like, I don't, really. I don't know, I don't know the exact way to go about it. Like you could maybe like start selling like low in the dark paint pins for Ooh. people to go get. The thing signed in glow in the dark. Dude, I like that. Imagine their autograph glowing in the dark. I tried that. There are glow in the dark paint pens. Unfortunately, they're not that good. Okay. They do. Um, what? There is a company. It's not like Posca. Like it's no one like that. There is a company that makes them though, because they come in three colors. The problem with them is too is once you start going over like the canvas with them it picks up like stuff off the canvas and clogs mm. the tip of the paint pen. So you can't get a good full signature with them. Okay. I experimented with that. So, I mean, it's, you're not, you're not off on it. I like, did. I, and I it didn't does know exist. It, it just doesn't if, work yeah. in that aspect. Damn. So usually what I try to get people to do, like my, my personal ones, I put a lot of black on it and I'll have them sign it in silver sure. as you saw. But like the person that got one of the people that got the, um, they got a Jack Skellington signed by Chris Sarandon. The face was like it was just his face, the size of the canvas, and mm. they just had him sign in black, like sure. on part of the white. Mm-hmm. So when it glowed, you saw the signature. Yeah, and that would and it, it's cool. Essentially, have the same effect. It does. Right. Yeah. For some reason, those glow ones they they just they don't they don't work. 
bummer. It, you, Maybe you, you would be surprised it. how much I really know yes. about like Glow in the Dark. It's it's absurd <laughs> how I can literally like just educate you for like an hour on all the different ways things glow and why it glows and how it glows and uh, how like different things that do glow. Like wow. there's black light glow. There's, yeah. you know, glow sticks, which is a, a chemical reaction. Hmm. Regular glow is like particles within a clear liquid. Like, dude, there's, there's so many things. It's, it's, it's crazy, so man. ridiculous how long I can go on about this. Yeah, well, I don't nuts. know if we have time for all of that. I don't want to bore you guys with all the science behind it, but I do think it's pretty interesting. And it's like you have a a a clear passion uh, for the you know the 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 art style of it, you know, the you know, just everything about it. So I do think that's really cool. Thank you. I appreciate Um, that. And uh you know, I kind of knew this going in and as the podcast goes on, you know that it's like we could have just went on and on Hours. about everything. Yeah. But we do have to start to, you know, bring it to some sort of close. So let's bring it to our uh, questions of the week where it gets posted oh. in the major wrestling figure podcast, Facebook group that if Husfar, Jake or myself, pick one of your questions, we will sign you an autographed four by six. And Bob, of course, you are welcome to answer along with us. I would love to. All right. Yeah. Now we got to scroll through this thing and see. Don't, 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 don't. Hmm. Hmm. Always, you know, it, well. it goes without saying, but always good questions. And it's oh, trying yeah. to, to pick the right thing. Hmm. All right. I'm, uh, I'm ready. All right. Yeah, I know what you're going to go with. No, I'm not. I'm going to go with uh, our good buddy, Victor Leva. Uh, he says, which major marks should Mitch make? <laughs> so, I mean. I know what your answer is. Well, I'm not going to pick us, if that's what you're alluding to. No, I thought you were going to pick just you. <laughs> no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I mean, you know, with... Uh, Mitch's retro toy line, um, you know, I know. And now he's he's I mean, I'm sure we got some movie stars, too, because he's got a movie star line. Coming up too. But um, I, I'm going to stick with like the the Hasbro style figures. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I would really like to see Heath, I think, would be a good one. Okay. Um, and then I would also, I would also. Well, is like the question to, asking? Is it like marks. it's major marks? Major marks in the yeah. Group. So it's it's actually like like see like to me it's like I hear that I think the three of you as a three pack of some mm-hmm. kind. Mm-hmm. I think like people who stand out in the group, but maybe like don't make them real. Maybe make them a little more like heroic. So like you do mm-hmm. like Lapuma, kind of like a Hulkamania version of Lapuma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like or that 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 uh that Photoshop of like Shawnee with the belt and the foam finger and like in like mm-hmm. the trunks like. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Like, like right. to me, it's like it should be a line of like the most standout people. Sure. We want to get sentimental. We do a uh, a Joe Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, things like that. Yeah. Definitely yeah. you guys, though, because you guys have definitely kind of like kind of risen above and have cre- like created this. Sure. Where it's like this is like right below like where Matt, Brian and Mark are. And it's like it's like you guys. So to me. You guys would be like the most obvious, and I'm not saying that because I'm on your show. Just yeah. to me, you guys are the most obvious answer for that. Like next, maybe like a DCA, like people like that, mm-hmm. or like 
anyone who really stands out over everyone yeah. else. Right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, I see that and I appreciate that. And thank you. Uh, I, I think the modesty in all of us would say we don't really stand above others, but I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Right, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Jake, what do you what do you think? Yeah. So, I mean, I just I wanted to pick two people. You know, mm-hmm. I was thinking somebody who is is a wrestler, you know, somebody that would like if it's a two pack, you know, obviously this will help itself. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, we had a guy like Heath, you know, yeah. um, he hasn't had a figure in a while. Um, so I, I figured that'd be kind of cool and unique. And then you take a guy like, um, oh, I'm trying to think, you know, uh, there, I mean, there's so many major marks in the group. There, there's a lot of new people who would be great, you know, just, sure. to, you know, there's a lot of people who've been around forever. And then there's a lot of people mixed in the middle too. You know I mean? There's yeah. just so many, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of somebody just, uh, you know what? I'd, I'd go with hot rod guy, AJ. Sure. You know, I mean, he, he's already got the physique, you know, yep. so it'd, it'd be, he'd have that eight pack you yep. know, mold that, uh, that Mitch could use there. And uh, I think that would be really cool and, uh, and unique. That'd be, that'd be an all time seller. They call them the hot boys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thus far, you got an idea? Yeah. Sorry. It's just uh, fantasizing. No, not fan. <laughs> oh Lord. Everyone's minds in the gutter except mine. Anyway, uh, uh, I'll go with big Joe of uh, Joe Ellis. Uh, yeah. I think he would be very toyetic. Yeah. And I would just make him dominate my whole uh, toy fed, you know, fig fed. Um, um, Mary Kate, I think, would be cool. She could come mm-hmm. with her camera, you know, a little camera oh, nice. snap action, yeah. you know. Um, and then let's pick one more. Uh, let's go with Aaron Ortiz. Oh, nice. I'm going Aaron Ortiz. There you go. Um, and he will come with. Uh, I don't know a market, a flea market, <laughs> a whole flea market, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a table with items on it. That's yeah. awesome. I love yeah. it. Um, a breakable table with items, and he can smash people through it that don't uh follow pay the, rules. the follow the rules. Of the I flea like market. it. Yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, we're. St- I'm gonna stick with that Hasbro line, but it's gonna be a little bit of a hybrid, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking Undertaker esque. Okay, but. With a little flavor from a bone cruncher Undertaker, if you remember the second Undertaker, mm-hmm. the dark, and I think Bob Burke gets it. Well, then I appreciate that. I, I would love that. Oh yeah, a Hasbro style Undertaker themed Bob Burke. You, you're a horror guy. You know, love Undertaker. I like it. You know that cult kind of thing. You know, you get your glow in the dark urn that you want to be cremated in. <laughs> You know, the whole thing. You get to play with it before you got to actually use it. Yeah. Yeah. You can enjoy your death before yeah. you die. I can play with myself all day that way. <laughs> Not no on this show, judge. pal. <laughs> so there you go. It's cool. All right. What, uh, what next? Boy, uh, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit. We're all music fans. Josh Stapleton. He, he he gets it again. Uh, there's been some cool music figs throughout the years. I think mostly McFarlane. Do you have a favorite? And are there, and yeah, are there any you would like to see? Um, yeah, uh, you know, especially you know, being like a musician and like being a Kiss fan. Like I was pretty spoiled with 
you know, having kiss action figures and, and they were McFarlane, uh, most of the time. And, uh, you know, so definitely, uh, you know, big fan of that. Um, I think my favorite ones would be the, um, it was like the tail end of like creatures of the night just before, um, yeah, it's 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 creatures of the night because it was uh it has Eric Carr on the drums and it was the whole stage set up and like you know there was like the the psycho circus ones that came out before that and whatever but like these were like newer ones that again like it came with the whole stage and lights and uh it was is really cool and they made a lot of really great sets like that um but what would I like to see get made it's a little tough because a lot of my favorites like that got figures. Um, Were you disappointed with any of, of the ones that you liked that got figures? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Like the Motley Crue one's really cool. Um, the Rob Zombie one's super cool. The two Aussie ones, the one where he's a bark at the moon Aussie's amazing. Uh-huh. I have that one. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't really think of like if there was any that I was like super disappointed with. Um, man, what would I want to get made though? That's, that's the tough one. Uh, huh. Should have put, I don't know, put a little more thought into this <laughs> before I picked it, but, um, that's why it's spontaneous. Um, yeah. I'd maybe go with, I mean, do I think it would actually ever get made? No, because he's not that popular, but I would have to go with someone like Wednesday 13 from the murder dolls, uh, because, he is a very toyetic type of person and, you know, fits along those same lines as like kiss or Rob zombie or Alice Cooper or something like that. So that's why I would go with cool. Andrew. Uh, I'm picking the McFarlane. Uh, what is that series called? It's a slash figure from mm, yep. uh, McFarlane rock and roll, I guess mm-hmm. is the, just the set. Uh, I just like the poses on those McFarland figures, you know, like like we talked about the movie Maniacs. They were kind of, mm-hmm. you know, posed like you couldn't move them really. You could move them, but like it would yeah. be weird. Yep. Um, yeah. So, uh, but like with those, like you don't really need to move them. Like it's posed for a reason. Um, right. For one, I would like to get made. That's like really hard. Um, just trying to think of like, I want a really cool Lil Wayne, like. Okay. I, I like Lil Wayne. Um, I like it. I've seen I, the concert a bunch of times. Um, but I think like a Lil Wayne doll or like a Lil Wayne, like like a more of like a vinyl kind of like style figure. Like those, those uh, what are they, kid robot? Makes uh, like those. the ones that did like the Biggie Smalls and stuff. Yeah, kind of like that. I think it would be cool or even like a, like a, like almost like a F- Funko Pop kind of sure. style would kind of mm-hmm. be cool too. Yeah. But I would like more of like a, like I, of course I would love like a McFarland style like Lil yeah. Wayne with the mic and everything like sure. um another one I will say is like the, those Eminem McFarland figures yeah with the chainsaw and everything yep. and the, yep. the um mm-hmm. so um that's what I'm picking very cool all right uh for me I gotta go with uh I mean my favorite uh, that's been made was the uh this one right here the NECA simpsons style aerosmith figures yeah uh, which are pretty badass um but for me personally obviously loving aerosmith as much as i do i would love to have like a six inch scale um like neca could do yeah. it but like 
fully highly detailed and you know i, I don't want to go like hot toy size or it's like one six scale or anything like that's just because you're tired of too- spending that money Oof, oof. Get expensive, <laughs> I told boys. you. Get expensive. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, I know. I got a long ways to go too. But anyway, um, and a short yeah, time to get there. I know. Very good. Um, but yeah, I think just something that's like super, super highly detailed. Um, you know, like obviously, uh, you know, like Joey Kramer came with his drum set, and it has like all the pieces you know the the toms the hi-hats the crashes the ride and you know the bass like you can see the strings and the the tuning knobs and things like just like really intricate details i think would be really cool and and make it just really special so that's that's what i would choose yeah bob what about you well to piggyback on you like super seven's been kind of doing that like they put out like Mm -hmm. king diamond they put out Mm -hmm. ghost figures Mm -hmm. so super seven's been slowly kind of doing figures exactly like that Mm-hmm. Um, to ex- exceptional detail. So I mean, like, I think like they would be the company okay. that can make any of these that we're talking about. And yeah, maybe sure. they're you know a little more than you want to spend, but yeah. any of these bands would be great through Super Seven if if mm-hmm. they could be possible. Uh, for me, like everything, like what Billy said is um pretty much where I'm at. Like McFarlane, like the Kiss figures, he did Alice Cooper, which I love. Um, even um figures toy company did a line of like Mego style kiss dolls yeah mm-hmm. but they left out like m- one of my favorite eras of history actually two of my favorite eras of history i want to see and this is like the the like I, only you and me might get this billy um elder era figures of kiss Dude, yeah with i actually made customs of that i posted before you ever seen them headband like, and elder yeah. versions of kiss and revenge era kiss is probably my dream figures revenge that's like the greatest to me that is the greatest musical era of kiss Agreed. the band was at their peak yeah. that album is unbelievable yeah. that album is proof what a focus gene simmons is really capable of not being distracted by other nonsense in his life like Didn't he was focused on music and shined fan. i love it like that i would i would go with like something like like an unmasked version of kiss i, I get why that. they're not out there it's like the makeup is, is the sure. iconic thing yeah. but for the diehards like a set like that would really i think blow people away i love it I love it. Loud. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Is that it? No, he's thinking. <laughs> Take a nap. Wake me up. Um, I guess I'll go with this one. Parker West asks, what is your favorite wrestling hat of all time? Ooh, um, I almost picked that one. I'm going to go with... Uh, you know, I really like my uh brian myers skull hat that i have yeah um it's his most recent one um just looks cool i think it looks mm-hmm. badass mm-hmm. um i don't know i just think it looks cool <laughs> i don't know what other hats like you know would be like worthy and but that's well, my answer to me it's that Shawn michaels biker hat yeah mm. <laughs> um that's kind of a joke um you know when i when i think you know like do you go that route like a merch stand type item or um, but actually i think what i would go with and just like and i had the hat at the time and and i'm just going kind of a different route and iconic um but it was the stone cold uh hat that just had you know the regular his austin 316 skull skull on the front Mm -hmm. um i remember like it was during like so stone cold he became the new champion he has to now be the face of the company he has to straighten up his act um right. i think it's during the reveal of the new title 
um, I think before the the smoking skull, I think it was the big blue one. And he's out there and he's, if I remember correctly, he's like in a suit and he's wearing the hat and he's like all business and proper. Yep. And then he, you know, it's all a ruse and he, you know, stunners McMahon and whatever. But like, to me, I think that's a pretty like iconic hat. Yeah. Definitely. So I, I, I don't know. I guess I'll go with that. Like it. Um, for me, I'm just kind of, I, I mean, obviously the major pod hats are my favorite, uh, but I'm not going to get into all those because this is like strictly wrestling hats. So yeah. um, I got to go with these just because this is what I remember when I was a kid. But do you guys remember these like WWF painters yeah. hats? Yeah. Oh, my God. And Painter they had, like, hats. Oh, dude. They were like terrible, but they're awesome. I, I, had, a, time, you know? I had a Ford one. That was yeah. like nasty boys. Oh, dude. Like the splatter paint all over it. It was oh. like so cool. I have one of those yeah. military styled old WWF logo hats. What do you mean military well, stuff? Like it's the, they're more like, like boxy. Like the, the, this part mm-hmm. is more like boxy. Okay. okay. Like if that's, hold on. I know. Like you're talking about like an army hat. Cut, it's like yeah. flat on top and it's a yeah. shorter brim in the front mm-hmm. it's a really smaller brim hmm. yeah yeah exactly it's like it's like flat on top it's not like round mm-hmm. it's yeah but yeah i i remember those yeah the the painter yeah. hats it was like almost like the plastic bill yeah and like a real well, some of the floppy hat yeah some of the bills would be like super a long, little long and then yeah. and then it'd be all like baggy and weird on yeah, the top sometimes. yeah yeah but as a kid yeah. Oh, they like, were so those sweet, were awesome. dude. They were, it was like a T-shirt on your head, you know, because yeah. we had like Hulk Hogan and Ultimate yep. Warrior. Yep. I dude, had one for so the, cool. our AAA like baseball team here too. Oh, that's cool. The yeah, I never uh, for the Kansas City Royals. Oh, nice. Yeah, I never had one, but uh, now I gotta look one up and there, see if there's one. Jake, it's like that. Okay, yep. very yep. cool. That's a Bushwhackers hat actually for sale on Mercari right now. Wow, he's gonna get it. It's fifty six dollars. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Just do it. And look, they're on top. Okay. Legion of Doom painter's hat. Look at that. Yeah, the, that the is painter's sick. hat. Yeah, that's the, I think the same thing as what I just. Yeah. Uh, this is the Hulk Hogan, dude. Dude, are sweet. You buying this bushwhacker? Jake one? is gonna go down a rabbit oh, hole no. of buying this stuff. What a Man, rush! These I gotta are, get it. Dude. These things are that's cool. Dope. Just, so I what? Would buy that. For for people that might be interested or you know don't know or, or want to remember or whatever, what are you looking up? Like WWF painters hat? Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Oh my god! Look at the Undertaker one, <sighs> dude. Those are sick, dude. Where would you wear that though? Everywhere. Everywhere. Nowhere. <laughs> I'll wear it to work because it looks stupid oh. now. What are they gonna do? Fire me? It's going to be a well, major pod one in a few months. For this, like the ultimate I want gift. that warrior. Oh, man. Dude, I got to get that Undertaker one Yo, right now. I'm getting that one. If no, it's under 100 bucks, I'm buying it. It's 60 bucks. I'm getting it. What? Whoa. WWF. No, Should we all just go on and buy painter hats now? Yeah. Yes. We're Jesus. using MWO money, There's though. There's like three different I'm not using Hogan my personal ones. money. <laughs> I'm getting this. Le- the Legion of Doom is 140 bucks. Bob, what kind of hat do you? I'm not a big hat guy, personally. I mean, I can tell you that I do want a stomp hat. Um, okay. Otherwise, like the only like wrestling, I own exactly one wrestling related hat. One that is the um, it's a, a beanie. It's the DX one, but like the newer DX look, it's like the drippy paint DX one. Yeah, yeah. Like Shawn Michaels was wearing. Right. Yeah. 
All right, that's badass though. These hats. My gosh, is there a Shawn Michaels one? No, there's uh, a there's a hard I mean, one. These is there a rockers one? No, and, and that's kind of what I was thinking. The, the time frame would seem more rockers. Let's see. Oh man. All right, fantasy book of painters hat right now. Cardona and Myers. Dude, that would be a good one, though. And a, a smart like, Mark Sterling, good... silver oh. balls hat. Man. Black, a silver top with a black brim. Oh, no, but I found this. That makes me think of like a one for like Diesel. Yeah, Dude, silver and black. I found a shirt for you, though. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never cool. seen that one. That's nice. Yeah. It's a, it's a vintage one, too. It's like 200 bucks. Oh, ain't that nice. Never, never seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, not even as a kid though, Bob. You like, did you have like hats that you cared about then that might have been wrestling? Not really. Away? Like, I was just, I was never big into like the hats. Like, I've always kind of, I don't know. I've always hated the way things feel in my head. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Even like Halloween time, like to wear a wig is gets a little annoying for me. Sure. No, I get that. Just a weird thing. I, I, everyone has those weird little quirks. Of to me, course. it's like something like on my head just drives me nuts. Yep. Yeah. Hell, even a lot of times you shave your head, you know, or at least have a mohawk or something. No, I don't even want hair on my head. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was shocked when I grew my mohawk out. Like, why'd you do that? Like, I don't know. Like, I tired of it. Yeah, that's all right. Change I was legit dicking my head every day. Wow. Oh, jeez. That's all right. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I just found this. I found the Undertaker hat for a hundred dollars. Where'd okay, you find that? On eBay. Okay. But there's a problem How? with it. It's autographed. That's not a problem. By smoking gun Bart. Oh my god! Oh my god! That that's a rare autograph, though. Right, right. Bart Gun. See, that's the- just a little kid that was a yeah. fan that yeah. went sign my hat, Bart Gun. It's you know, and that's all he had. <laughs> He's like, that's, rest in peace, little buddy. <laughs> that's kind of cool. It is, but I can't do it, man. You should do it. Oh, nah. nah. <laughs> Damn, oh it's, man, I'm I'm tapping out. If it was someone maybe a little better than Bart Gunn, it'd be kind of cool. If it if it was like Paul Bear or somebody that went along with it, sure. You know what I'm saying? I could I could deal with that. Yeah. Or maybe even someone who was like a big Undertaker opponent in that era. Yeah. Giant Gonzalez? Perfect. Yes. <laughs> well, um, that yeah. Would, no, yeah. like Jake the Snake or like um, you know, somebody yeah, I, I could I could make it work. Even like Mankind or something. Yeah. 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 I, man, those hats yeah. are I know. I got yeah, something. Ooh. Something. Make me kind of like that. What a rush we, one. We need an MWO painter's cap. Oh God, no! We need a trucker hat before we get a freaking painter's cap. Come <laughs> on. Oh Whatever. man, the, it's it's the novelty. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's cool. the unfortunate that's cool. thing. You know you're gonna have that thing made. And you're gonna chuck it in a corner and never wear it. But at least he has it. Yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm until, gonna wear the trucker hat until he doesn't. <laughs> oh no! I keep I keep my MWO stuff. No, I know. Um, but anyway, let's uh, yep. let's go ahead and finish this up, Bob. Uh, again, yes. I knew this was going to be a lot of fun, and uh, you know, I hope I hope we have the opportunity to be able to like hang out at a show or something, you know, in the somewhat near future. Definitely. But uh, thanks for being on the show and and uh, you know, telling so many fun stories and. Now, I appreciate the opportunity, guys. Thank you very much. Like I said earlier, um, what you guys are doing is awesome. Oh, to uh, you, you know, give people like me and you know everyone else you've had on like a, an opportunity to kind of just talk about ourselves a little bit, so other people in the group can maybe get to know us. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this is awesome. What you guys are doing is fantastic. So, you know, please keep up what you're doing. And uh, thank you guys for, you know, asking me on tonight. This was uh, yeah. something I've wanted to do for a while. So I, I generally do appreciate, you know, you three guys having me on tonight. Thank you of course. so much for this opportunity. Pleasure is all ours, man. Yep. Yeah. No, and definitely... Thank you to everyone listening. Thank you, everyone in the group and everything. Just once again, nothing but appreciation for you guys. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank appreciate you. it. All right. Husvar, take us out. Play my glow-in-the-dark music. I got Galoom, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear, they want to wear it. H-A-R-D, just like Blue Chew. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. Claim all the figs. Claim all the merch. Like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan. And Scotty Pippen. With Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Hey, all you major marks, claim all that merchandise. <laughs>